And when you, when you try to be a, a radio personality, it sucks way more when you're sick. Mm. Pardon this disgusting nose evacuation. It won't be the last one. Are we actually recording here? Well, listen, Teague, should we do this? Yep. All right. Uh, we're live. Teague, welcome to the studio. Thank you. Um, we're here for another episode of Noob Talk Radio. This is... Uh, I've already forgotten. I've already forgotten. This. 33. 33? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. No. no. I, Dead wrong. Dead wrong. Uh, welcome back to episode 36. Uh, exactly. Episode 36 of Noob Talk Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. This is Teague Henderson. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, how, uh, Teague, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? <laughs> that was both polite uh, and a very quick, di- a very quick. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Diversion. Yeah, I was going to put it in misdirection. Uh, yeah, no, I guess it's not either. Diversion. Either way, no, it's diversion. No, nah, it's not a diversion. Deflection. Deflection. That's the word Boom. I was looking for. There it is. Psychology. There you go. Um, so yeah, uh, Noob Talk Radio. Uh, this is our video game podcast. We've been away for. Uh, this will be. Oh, a month since, unfortunately, due to our bi-weeklies, we missed one, and it's now going to be a month since the last one. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. From somewhere quite near to the, close to the bottom of my heart, I apologize. Uh, it, I, I wanted to, you know, we tried. Uh, I, I, had, I had an actual sickness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was tested for COVID. It's not COVID. Nobody has to worry about getting COVID through the podcast. No, I don't know, man. That's coming up, though. <laughs> it's coming up, for sure. That's gonna, you're going to need uh, an earshot to uh, be able to not catch it over the radio. <laughs> Pretty soon, man. Pretty soon. Ear guards. Ear guards, yeah. Ear muffs. Ear muffs. Ear oh, muffs. Man. Uh, at least they can be stylish. So, yeah, I'm getting over a sickness. Uh, I'm pretty much on the end of it. Uh, my my throat and lungs are still a little bit fucked up, mostly because there's a post-post-cold. I've got all this fluid going around. It's, mm. it's really lovely. It sounds terrible. So I might have to, like... <clears throat> do that a lot. Do that a lot. Yeah, I might have to clear my throat violently. Well, we'll just take sections, maybe repeat things. Uh, the important thing is to... Listen, you can't avoid it a lot of time, but try not to talk while coughing. Yeah. Well... Right? Uh, whenever you talk over a cough, I have to pull the whole thing. Mm. Uh, sometimes I leave it in, or like when you clear your throat, as long as I don't speak, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, why are we doing this? What are we doing? Podcast, video game podcast, video games. So video games. Um, well, listen, uh, we've got uh, what I feel is a pretty exciting list of topics here. Uh, I guess let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Um, I had some, you know, we we I had we have a few things for general general discuss today. Um, wanted to start with PlayStation State of Play. This is, oh yeah, I guess I should also give a little minor caveat uh, before we get really into it. Just to say that um, because we've been away for a month and uh, some of the stuff I actually did really want to talk about on our previously previous episode that we had to cancel because I was too damn too damn sick. Um, some of this news is a little uh, old. Yeah, it was right? Halloween. Uh, we were going to talk about some Halloween shit. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some Halloween stuff on the podcast. It is well, I guess it's not well after. It is six days after October October thirty first. We're still gonna talk about it because we love Halloween. It's Halloween's the best. And if you don't like it, too bad. Yeah. Um, feel free to skip ahead to an unknown time period that I will not say. If you don't like Halloween, go suck an egg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> second best. Is it second? First? Second best? Second best holiday? I don't know. For me, it's it's a toss-up between Halloween and Christmas. I do like Christmas. I prefer Halloween. You prefer Halloween? Absolutely. It's a really tough one for me. They're like neck and neck. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, it's like Christmas, I get that really nice time with my family. Like, nost- it's like a nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It's a nostalgia uh, injection. Stab. <laughs> a nostalgia knife in the back yeah I get it, I get it. <laughs> that, that's a funny one um, but yeah Halloween is like that has the most actual like I care about like Day of the Dead is cool I would love to be in um, 
I can't remember the we, we were we're thinking about going to Mexico over like a little bit in February, I think. Okay. Um, if so we can work out all the for, my, for me, what's that? Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's uh, the day, the actual day of the dead. I would love to be in. I can't remember what. There's a city in Mexico that they that they hold it in, right? That's like the I, big place for it. I don't know. I kind of thought it was everywhere. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe it is everywhere. I, I thought feel it was like a big. A... I think it, I just thought it was a big uh, event and like uh, I don't know something something to do. I feel like there's the a place. particular city that has like a that's known for it. Maybe maybe, maybe they have the city. biggest one or something. But no, I don't think it was. Anyways, my girlfriend knows, but she's not here. Um, why are we talking about this? Yeah, Halloween is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. I always like dressing up for Halloween and like picking characters from either like movies or TV shows or like comic books that you like. Particularly in your, you know, teenage angst, you feel the most close to. Mm-hmm. Like I dressed up as the crow for like three years in a row. Okay. You know, Brandon Lee's the crow. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah. shit like that. I just I like it because you don't have to buy gifts for anybody. Um, also that. And there are very few obligations that go with it. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, really kind of just come and have a good time. It's yeah. It's, you know, it's not really all. It yeah. I mean, also candy. Yeah. I mean, no, only so-so. I still love candy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan, but it could be too much. (laughs) It could be too much, yeah. yeah. I'm fucking grown up. I can have candy whenever the fuck I want. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah, I still like to have a little bit of candy with my... Sometimes when I'm I'm, like planning a gaming session that I'm like actually really excited about, Mm. I'll sometimes get some candy. There you go. I'll get a bag of nibs, some Twizzlers maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, something something to fill the... Fill that that candy sized gap in my life, yeah. but uh, anyways, um, hopefully that wasn't super boring for everyone. <laughs> I suddenly I just got a little a little dose of like massive insecurity there that just came <laughs> out of nowhere. But um, so yeah, the first thing we got is uh, a little we had a little chat about PlayStation State of Play that happened on October twenty first. Uh, that's no, I just 27th. lied. Yeah, yeah, October twenty seventh. Sorry. Um, so that was a. You know, I guess not really even that long ago. It was like a, almost two weeks, like two weeks yeah. ago-ish. I didn't find it overly interesting. Uh, I thought it was kind of lame, honestly. But um, whatever. <laughs> Big surprise. So there was nothing I was waiting or excited about. So, well, it's kind of. It's. I feel like it's a bit of an. It was a bit of an inter. Inter. What's the word? Interest. I can't do it. It was a bit of an interstitial one because it's kind of like. Um, it's. Cl- it was clear from the nature of the state of play that. They weren't handling any of their really big guns. Right. It was mostly all kind of like third-party stuff. Okay. Third-party or indie. Like, it wasn't any big PlayStation franchises like Horizon Zero Dawn, right, God of War. Right, right. Which is probably why I just didn't find it all that interesting, because there was nothing huge, you know? Yeah, I think maybe I just don't... Because, you know, we'd already seen a little bit about the huge stuff from, mm-hmm. I think, the last one, whatever. The, was, was it a state of play, or was it... um. PlayStation Showcase? Is that what it is? Maybe. They that have two different... Right. Yeah. That was longer, though, right? That was, like, It was longer. Long. It was longer. So I kind of... I think I didn't expect this to be, you know, the Triple H showings. Right. Like, more just random stuff. I don't know. I mean, for me, for random stuff, I thought it was cool. Like, yeah. I thought there was a lot of just random, different, interesting properties. Um, I thought there was two. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, why don't you... Yeah, why don't you go um, first to tell me what you thought was... Uh, I thought the... Uh, the Free PS Plus game this month, uh, First Class Problems, right. First Class Trouble. First World Issues? Yeah, First World uh, you, Issues yeah, is the, what <laughs> it makes me think of. Oh, this coffee is... First Class Trouble. Yeah, First Class Trouble, all right. Is this coffee making you thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I, I've actually been watching a lot of Seinfeld recently. <laughs> excited about the fact that it came on Netflix. Yeah, yeah it's nice. solid. Yeah. It is really solid. You're absolutely right. Yeah, It's timeless. It is timeless. Dude. Yeah. It's like some of the literal technology is different. Like we don't have handset giant cordless phones with like massive antennae anymore. No. But everything else is timeless. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's just, uh, yeah, it's 
fantastic. We don't have video stores either, you know? But there's no. entire episodes that revolve around the video store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, the acting, the writing, everything, it's like, uh, yeah. it's masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I'm appreciating it now again, like, not realizing actually how good it was. That's the you thing. You know what I mean? It's so much better. Well, like, originally watched it pretty young, right? Like, teenager, and like, yeah, whatever. It, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it at the time. But I didn't get it the, the way I get it now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so much of it is so much funnier um, yeah. as a grown-up, you know? <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's really like, holy shit. Um, I think what I'm also appreciating now is the acting. Mm. Like, it was clear that it was always nice, but just how good they are. Mm. Like, it's kind of sinking in now a bit. Yeah. And there isn't really any of them that are weak. Like, no. they're all... Funnily, I'd say Jerry's the weakest. Really? Yeah. I was having a conversation with my girlfriend about that, and she, she was she was wondering that, and I'm like, you know what? I think I actually got no. She, what she was trying to say was, what's more important? Because Jerry's an actual comedian, right? Mm-hmm. What's more important: the fact that Larry David is writing this show, or the fact that that um, like who has the most, who has the biggest impact on on the show being good? Yeah, on the show being good between Larry David writing it and Jerry acting it out, and also because didn't he co-write? He co-wrote, yeah, he co-wrote, co-wrote yeah. a lot. I yeah. say Larry all the way, a hundred percent. I actually Just seeing how do you watch Curb? I've seen I've not, I've seen some. Okay, not all of it, but I've um, seen a bunch. Yeah. After seeing Curb, I realize how much of Seinfeld is in Curb. Uh, like there's certain things that they touch on in Seinfeld, and they go way deeper in Curb. You know, like a lot of the uh, same story, same situations. Like the uh, there was a Seinfeld episode. We're really trailed off here. Um, no, no, no. This is about first class trouble. <laughs> yeah, extremely relevant. I guess. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's a good one. But it's a, it's a what's it? What do submarines have? The, the telescope. <laughs> We're definitely getting way off. Periscope? Periscope in a car, so you can see traffic. Um, Kramer that has this familiar. idea, <laughs> and and it curb your enthusiasm. It goes further. They they continue on with this idea and whatnot, That's so and stupid. Uh, like there's all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, and it's just like holy fuck. There's a lot of it. You can see directly like this. This is this for sure was a Larry idea, and yeah. they just continued it in a different way back then. And now they're going probably how Larry was thinking to begin with. You know. And they're all in certain Curb episodes, eh? Yeah, totally, totally, like, uh, totally. There's a reunion ep- season, I think. Um, well, all that to say, you think it's Larry. No, no, uh, yeah, I say Larry. You think he's more responsible. Yeah. I actually fall 50-50 on both. Okay. I think because I, I've, I've thought a lot about Jerry's acting since she asked me that, and I actually do think he does a pretty fucking good job. I think he's great. Yeah. I think he's great, but like out, of the, out of the four of them, I say he's the worst. You might be right. I yeah. I, I think Anyways. he's fantastic, though. Like, the, let me let me say, I, I really do think he's fantastic. But between him, Elaine, Kramer, and George, yeah, I, I have to I have to say he's the weakest. It's a really tough one. There's definitely an argument for all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> so, anyways, apologies, small mic problem there. Uh, but to end our segment about uh, Seinfeld Seinfeld Radio, mm. um, <laughs> back to first class trouble. Yeah, no, it looks cool. Anyways, it looks different. It does different. look cool. It so seemed... that you were saying that's your that's your was your first one. I say like, that it's interesting. And the last one, Devil, what was it called? Little Devil Inside. Little Devil Inside. I, I think. think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it just looked weird. I have no idea what it is, uh, but I'm curious about it. It's yeah. not something that I think I'd actually want to play, but it seemed interesting. Yeah. So out of the entire show, I'd say those two games. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Okay. I mean, uh, well, listen, like, and so overall impression of the show, kind of. Just tepid. Yeah, kind of just, I really don't care, but... Yeah. Um, 
Here's a question. Do you ever care about PlayStation showcases? You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've, For sure, I've seen some exciting shit on them. Uh, like, the first time they showed Anthem, I was like, what the fuck? Or Horizon, or whatever. Right. You know? I was pretty excited about it. Yeah. But because those are big games, right? Those are big like, games, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, that was more a place in the last one, whatever that was. I can't remember when they showed Guardians of the Galaxy and, like, that big PlayStation advertisement. What the fuck was it? Was it PlayStation Showcase? I can't remember, man. Mm. But we covered one, like, uh, not that long ago, and okay. they were showing AAA stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I hear you. You know, that's more sort of like your cup of tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. Well, it's um, what you get more excited about. I don't really... Yeah. Like, this was a lot of pretty indie-looking games. And, well, this uh, first-class... Uh, Troubles is a PS Plus game this month, right? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, yeah, I think that's. I think you've hit on probably the most exciting thing about the presentation was just the concept, the overall concept that like that can be a thing they do mm. is like announce is like show a game that's coming to PlayStation that hasn't come out yet, and as soon as it comes, it's free on PS Plus. Go play it. Yeah, I kind of thought know? that was an Xbox thing, right? With the uh, Xbox Live, I thought they were the only ones that did that. You raise a really good point. Yeah, is this perhaps part of PlayStation trying to compete with Xbox Game Pass? I mean, you know, day one Game Pass stuff. Yeah. So like, because they have AAA games, right, that are going straight to that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I mean the the whole the whole Game Pass like PlayStation War, like like the way they the way the two companies just handle things differently. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens in like because PlayStation does seem to be. I don't think they're going to have a subscription model. And it's like they're, they're, they want to do the same thing as Game Pass. Okay, yeah. And like the world is going towards subscription models. Right. And PlayStation still wants to sell products, which is argued like wants to sell individual items to people, which for me, I love. I, I much prefer it personally. I think it's almost inarguable that it's better for developers, like better for actual content creators, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to sell products and not have like a subscription subscription thing. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of the subscription thing. I don't think any. I don't think it, like are any consumers. You know, like it's kind of just for companies. You know what I mean? That that's that's my perspective. Well, you least. don't actually like, own anything. Like, um... yeah, I mean, it's it it made sense to me for Netflix. Like for like TV, it's like cool. I can buy an individual cable channel almost, you know, like, yeah, a, no, it, I, I th- I'm with you. I think I it totally makes sense it for, for watching stuff. Yeah. But, um, for video games, I, I find it weird. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to own something. If I put in that amount of time, I want to be able to go back to it without needing a subscription. Me too. It's like, if I was, if I actually was an Xbox user and I was at one point in time, I was an Xbox 360 user. I have, I have no, I have nothing against Xbox. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I guess I, at points, I've been less big on Microsoft because of some of their policies, but whatever. Like, it's batteries in the controller kind of fucked me off a bit. Yeah, but ever it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I mean that was clearly a short-lived. It was a very short-lived uh, phenomenon, right? Was it? You're right. It fucked me off too. But I don't even. I just. It remember, was only that generation. I just remember yeah. being a pain in the ass and needing them AA batteries. It was a horrible. It was a horrible, mm-hmm. horrible pain in the ass, and uh, arguably awful for the environment. Right? Um, oh <laughs> Jesus! Jesus. It was like the worst. But I mean, there was only I think. Was it OG and 360 or just PS4? It's like PS4 generation, Xbox One, it stopped, I think. I think so, yeah, because yeah, I don't think yeah. I ever had an Xbox One. I'm pretty sure the 360 is the last one I had, and it probably was on one. that. Yeah. Either way, I mean, it just, it was cool. It just, or like Xbox is cool. That just really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. But all that to say, um, so I'm totally like, I have no problem with Xbox. And if I was an Xbox user now, I still don't think I would have Game Pass. You know, like, because I'm just not that interested in, like, a rotating selection of products that I don't own. That, like, if it comes off Game Pass in four months, 
can I just I mean what if I want to go back and play it maybe it's if like, you were like in prison with access to a place to, uh, to a system you know like uh, okay I guess I don't even know even then I mean if you're in prison wouldn't you want to get more into like super deep like Probably. intense games that you can play for like arc or something you know what I mean yeah. where he's like you can be part of like a world like I don't know I mean, Probably that would appeal to me more but whatever anyways mm. Definitely getting off topic again, but all that to say, it is really interesting what they're doing with the with First Class Trouble being a day one PS Plus game as soon as it comes out, mm-hmm. and that's cool. And that's that is an interesting way to maybe tackle the Game Pass problem. Yeah, right. Um, that also can be used to highlight you know smaller, more boutique titles. Like this is clearly kind of an indie game. Yeah, this like sort of looks like a mid tier game, double uh, A, I guess you, you you could call it. And uh, but it looks pretty cool. Like it's, it does. It looks pretty polished. It looks pretty pretty. I, I don't know. I mean, from the footage that I saw, you know, yeah, it no, it's pretty. Looked yeah, it's a, it's. A, I guess we sh- we should probably, if nobody's watched, I mean, you can go see this state of play. I kind of feel the same way as Teague. I think that it's. I thought it was cool because I thought the titles were a little offbeat. Like mm-hmm. in general, they were a little different. Like all of them, for whatever. Even if I didn't wasn't that interested in playing them, with the possible exception of maybe that horrible looking cart game. But really, just. No company should make a card game that's not Nintendo. That doesn't make sense. None, <laughs> none of you can do it. None of you have ever done it. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't. Just don't do it. Like mm-hmm. that's not a. That's not. That's not. That's not a game you can win at. I don't think. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that one looked a little generic. But most of the things looked pretty. Uh, pretty interesting, even if they weren't for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I feel like the the general public opinion is like from what I've seen on the internet and uh, heard on podcasts is that people are pretty. We're pretty not big on this this state of play. I disagree. I thought it was cool. I mean, I wasn't expecting much. I was just like, sh- I heard someone. Uh, I think was it um, Chris Reagan on, on the Col- on Collins podcast, Sacred Symbols. He was complaining that it that he was like, you know, do I really need a presentation that's like 20, 20 25 minutes long to watch through? It's like when it's all just trailers. Can't I just go see trailers? And I'm like, yeah, but that is what it is. It's just trailers glued back to back. Yeah. It is just trailers. And I'm like, how can you... It doesn't make sense to me, the objection, but I was completely just like, that is a cool presentation, and like... Lack of talking in between made all the difference. Yeah. The fact that it was just back-to-back trailers was like, okay, this is worth watching, as opposed to like, I don't want to hear them fucking talk about... What was the last one? Didn't they have a huge section they on did. like ridiculous shit that yeah. nobody gives a fuck yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Like, they sometimes had the developers coming in and talking, which in in cases can be interesting, mm-hmm. like in the fifteen minute Elden Ring right, gameplay right. demo that we'll talk about later. But in other cases, can be just a little boring. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't. It's kind of like, why not just... I mean, it's like, if you're going to watch an advertisement for PlayStation games, I think this is the correct kind of advertisement. Yep. Like, maybe you don't want to watch 25 minutes trailers, in which case, just don't watch it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, in terms of what was interesting, uh, I agree with you. I think First Class Trouble looks kind of cool. We should probably say that, I mean, people can go check it out, but that's basically, I, I think, unless there's a game that we're, that I don't know about, the, um, that's pretty much an Among Us it's like an Among Us clone. Right. Like, it's doing a similar thing as Among Us in the terms of, like, it's a party game, social, you know, where some one, one person's a traitor or a synth in this case. Other people are regular people and, like, one has to sabotage. You have to figure out who it is. You know, it's that kind of fun sort mm-hmm. of party game. And I think that it's mostly taking off Among Us' success. Yeah. Which is nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. It's, it still looks like a very different style oh, yeah. of game, you know. And for me... Uh, I thought the first Japanese game that was, I thought the, the We Are OFK, We Are OFK was the, um, they're like an indie band and they're advertising the fact that they're like, it's a weird sort of meta game about like the making of an album and it's very like fourth wall breaking. I thought it was dumb and annoying, mm-hmm. but I can see how, but it's, it is different. Okay. Like that's, that's not, that's not really arguable. It's a little weird. So I can see that there might be some appeal there for some people. 
I thought it was obnoxious, but I think I'm maybe just not the target audience. Yeah, right. So, like, it, like I don't want to hear about. I just don't care about an indie rock band's personal nope. story of redemption like, or whatever. God, just no. like I can't think of many things I would like to do less than that. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, the first one, Death Burst, Let It Die, mm. which is, so just just to, because I, I, I think most people don't know about this game, Death Burst, Let It Die, first game of the of the showcase, it's super fucking weird and out there, it's super Japanese, it has a lot of, I felt like a lot of um, crazy da- Japanese death game show vibes. Very much, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's um, the vibe I got out of it. I think that is an absolutely fantastic theme to explore. Why that not? is a great thing to set a video game in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the characters looked all crazy, wacky, and goofy in a really appealing way. You know, usually it's goofy in maybe just an anime way, and I'm less into that. Mm-hmm. But this, like, I thought they had character, and like they were weird looking, and it was like, it was a really, for me, it was a delightful little slice of gameplay of just wacky, bonker stuff, weird stuff happening. Yeah. And yeah. I liked it. I was into it. That's cool. Um, I, like, I was feeling it aesthetically. It looks like it's, I guess, a Battle Royale game. Something I, I like can't really that. Tell. I, I don't really know. I'm assuming it's a Battle Royale game, but, so that, you know, that's not a genre that I'm hugely into, but it was doing a lot for me aesthetically. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was kind of feeling the, also just the, brazen weirdness like yep. uh, I don't know it kind of maybe vaguely reminded me of some of the things I like about uh, is it Shinji Mikami who's the god Hideo Hideo Kojima <laughs> some of the things I like about Hideo Kojima the weird wackiness he, he inserts sometimes okay. I felt a little bit of like elements of that here and hmm. I, I kind of like that so yeah Death First Let It Die I thought was cool um, for me other than that uh, I agree with you. The um, first Class Trouble also looked interesting. Uh, Death's Door is a big one for me because Death's Door came out on Xbox. We covered that, I think, at last E3. I think it looks totally dope. It's like a top-down, like, not pixel art, mm-hmm. uh, if you can yeah, see. Yeah, no, I remember, yeah. Yeah, it's like a top-down sort of Zelda-y kind of game, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, I, I read all the reviews when it came out. Uh, I was really sad it wasn't on PlayStation, but I read all the reviews. It sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm totally... I'm not as into this game as I am some other indie games, but I definitely paid attention to it when it came out, and I'm probably going to pick it up hmm. uh, when it comes out on November 23rd. For, yeah. yeah, basically everything. PS4, PS5, uh, Switch. I'll probably get it on Switch. I like my indie games on Switch for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Death's Door looks really, really cool if you like indie sort of like um, action RPG games. Right. Um, it's definitely like a... And it's it's short by, by all accounts too, which I like also. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. much prefer short, short tight games um, than, uh, than overdrawn, overblown experiences, you know? For sure. That's also, I should probably say, uh, in case people don't know, that's um, from Manchester-based developer... Acid Nerve, uh, and their previous game is Titan Souls, which was an indie game about boss battles that I definitely heard about when it came out. Okay. So pe- people may know it, may, may know Titan Souls. It's the same same developer. Okay. Um, to, did you talk about Little Devil Inside? It mentioned that it looked cool. We don't know, or I don't know what it is, but it I just mean, looked what did you interesting. Think, yeah, what grabbed you about it? Like just the weirdness. About... Just the weirdness of it. Like again, the fact that I have no idea what the hell it is. It looked like survival. Questing, but then its parts looked like there was some combat. I mean, I have no idea, and yeah. that alone is what made it interesting. Was the fact that I just don't know, and there's something. The environment looked really cool too. Yeah, um, it does. I, I find the the background looks really good. Yeah, uh, the characters maybe not so much. Yeah. they're a different art style. It, it, yeah, kind of kiddish. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I feel you there. It's not the most appealing, but mm-hmm. you can look past it for the the beautiful environments. The only, well, yeah. I mean, I didn't find the the showcase all that interesting, but out of everything in there, I'd say this and yeah, first class trouble. 
I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I totally agree with you on Little, Little Devil Inside. Actually, ironically, I was at when I at first glance before I talked to you, I was pretty um, what's the word uh, harsh on it. Like not, I wasn't feeling it. Mm. Uh, I looked at it and I was like, eh, too kitty. Don't know what the gameplay is. Whatever. Um, but after talking to you about it, I really I'm kind of coming around, and I agree with you. I think it's it is one of the most interesting things out of the entire. Like it's nothing I I want to play. Like not even close. But I mean. It just looks cool. It looks <laughs> like, really cool. Uh, it's, I'm curious. Yeah, it's got like, um, this article is, I'm reading this off Game Rant, but this is pointing out how it has like sort of a PS1 era JRPG overworld. Okay. That is a little bit what it looks like. Right. Like in Final Fantasy VII when you're going between places. Right, yeah. Your characters Weird. are sort of bigger than the map. Like, yeah. Than they should be on the map. And yeah. And you see them sort of moving. Yeah. yeah, like you have a little bunum that's like sort of like mm. having a jolly old time moving across the overworld right. in like a broad, like top-down sort of view. Mm-hmm. And then, but then it's like, you know, we've seen shots of like the guy sitting at a campfire with like two other NPCs. Yeah. And he's got yeah, a menu. Weird. He's got a, an item menu in front of him. Yeah. With yeah, like yeah. what he can maybe craft. Was yeah. It? The, well, there's Remember? definitely survival stuff and uh, cooking and all, all kinds of shit. Yeah. It, it seems weird. It, maybe it's a survival game. Maybe that's the genre. Survival yeah, adventure. It's really tough maybe? to say. Yeah. But I agree with you. Yeah. It's very difficult to suss out what is the actual genre of the game from the end. That, but all that, all that said, it does look very interesting. It does. I think for me, yeah, it's probably the, the, other than Death's Door, which I was already pretty into, I think it's the most interesting title for yeah. me. Um, cool. I mean, that crazy Japanese game that I already forgot the name of, it's like, yeah, it looks bonkers and wild, but, like, I'm not going to play that. No. I mean, no. I just think it looks it looks neat. Yeah. You know? Like, it's like, I'm, I wouldn't mind maybe watching someone play it, perhaps. Fair enough. So that's State of Play. Um, moving on to Resident Evil 4 VR came out for Oculus Quest, I want to say. Is it Quest 2? I, I can't I can't keep track no of these clue. Oculuses. Oculus I. Um, but, um, yeah, it came out for, like, Oculus Quest. There's been a bit of a hubbub, uh, because, uh, yeah, they, they, re- they actually changed elements of the game. They removed a lot of what, um, I'm reading most of this, uh, I, I read an article on Enemy, uh, called Resident Evil 4 VR Cuts Suggested Dialogue from Original Game. And Enemy is getting it from a statement, statement provided to Enemy, uh, when a, spa- a Facebook spoke- spokesperson was talking about, um, what they did to change. Here's a quote from the article. Oculus Studios, Armature, and Capcom partnered closely to remaster Resident Evil 4 from the ground up for VR. It also includes select changes to in-game dialogue and animations that we believe will update Resident Evil 4 for a modern audience. So that's a Facebook spokesperson talking to Enemy about the changes in, uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4 VR. And basically, yeah, pretty much what they did is they they cut anything that's even remotely sexually suggestive. And the context in Resident Evil 4, because um, I had to go back and check. I heard about this on a podcast first. And I had to go back and check. I was like, is he like flirting? Like, is it like pedoph- pedophilia or something? Is there something really horrible going on here? Like, is he flirting with like a six-year-old? Yeah, exactly. I, I literally couldn't remember. Like Leon the Professional. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a deep cut, but yes, maybe. Um, and Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, talk about inappropriate. I love that movie, but yeah, it was maybe. Were they, were they romantically involved? No, but she at one point tells the hotel owner uh, that they're lovers, and the cops don't come to get him. He just kicks them out of the fucking hotel. So as far as his hotel manager is concerned, there's a pedophile in the place, and instead of calling the cops, he kicks him out. Talk about fucked up, man! Like it is, it is. Well, anyways, uh, so yeah, as far as I remember, because I, I had to go and check to make sure I wasn't hallucinating or something. But uh, so the sexually suggestive material they're talking about in Resident Evil Four, it's like Leon, the main character, Leon is uh, flirting with Claire. Jesus, is it Claire? Yeah, the pre- the president's daughter. That's oh, okay. who it's supposed to be, because the president's daughter is kidnapped in the game, and you have to rescue her. It's Which that is, classic... Yeah, uh, the standard uh, yeah, yeah. escape and from she, New York. And as far as I can tell, she's like... Or L.A.? 
a few <laughs> good one uh she's like a few years younger than him right i mean from what it like i looked at screenshots and i'm like to me they look like basically about this like it looks like maybe leon is like i don't know 28 and claire is like 25 maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't i can't tell but it's not like she's like 12. underaged or something yeah, yeah. so i what i was wondering when i first heard this was like why are they was first of all like why are they cutting stuff yeah they cut all the suggestive material so any line where and so there's some you know there's some lewd stuff that is like maybe like a little dumb and not even that funny but it's like part of that game's charm could it have gotten lost in translation from the japanese to the english and just kind of sounded stupid probably but that's what all resident evil is that's yeah. no different from like resident evil has terrible stilted dialogue absolutely and that's part of why we love the you know like that famous line from is it resident evil 2 of like would jill is like trying to go jill valentine is like trying to go through the chompers or something or some room that's like about trying to squish her and the guy is like you know Blah 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 makes a pun about a Jill sandwich. Like, looks like you'll be a Jill sandwich. Like, just like really dumb, yeah. stupid, stupid stuff. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, that's basically what happened. There was lines about. Uh, I think there was references to her rack. They didn't use that word, but like, like he, he references her boobs at one point in time. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's like a little could be like harassing. I suppose that's the problem. Like that's what people are upset. But then they also cut stuff. Like they really cut everything. Sexual references. Like they cut stuff where they're just flirting. And I'm like, it's no more inappropriate than all flirting. I, think. I mean, it's like it's standard flirting. Mm -hmm. And like she's, you know, she seems kind of into it. And in like she participates too. And like I think at one point she. Like, it's not just Leon's comments towards Claire also. They cut a, a line at some point in time of Claire propositioning Leon, I think. Hmm. It's just a little, like, it's really just they they they, they whitewashed. Am I allowed who, to say that? Who, who they whitewashed the, all the, um, like all the sexual, all the sexual stuff. Like the Facebook person said, Oculus Studios, Armature, and Capcom working together. Okay. It's unclear, you know, which of these, you know, I'm assuming it's Facebook. I, I doubt it's Capcom, but, yeah. What the fuck does Facebook have to do with anything? Oculus is theirs? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that yeah, I yeah. didn't realize. Oh, yeah, now yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The same way that if um, head of Pl PlayStation Studios gets involved with a PlayStation port of like something of like say PlayStation ports that uh, Steam only game uh, that sounds amazing, Half Life Alex, and and they try to force them to like, okay, it's fine, but we don't like these things. Can you change them? Uh, okay, something okay, like I that. See. Right. I see. That's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Facebook is no uh, no surprise that they censor all kinds of crazy shit, right? Like, they're the worst of the worst when it comes to censoring. Are they? Oh, my God, man. Because um, the people that do the censoring, like, they're not specialists on anything that they censor. So they censor medical doctors' information. Who the fuck are you? Oh, in the media, sure. No, but I'm like... talking Facebook. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like Facebook, in like the sense of like its articles, like like posts and stuff. You, you posts, mean like uh, even uh, there was talk of even DMs. Really? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, in some ways, this makes more sense to me as like this is like a it's an actual published product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very so different I mean, than we're going stuff. to publish this, take this out, so yeah, we publish it. Like, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. But, but uh, again, it's it just seems weird. Uh, what I don't get is, like, why do we have to... Like, why are we not allowed to talk? Like, why is just, like, even just sexual conversation is bad? Like, why is it... Appropriate, I guess. It's rated M game. Mm, you, you, um, you, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll see. But... Uh, you, like, cap zombies in the face with your pistol and, like, their heads explode and, like, guts go everywhere. But that's okay. I mean... They're not real. Well, the sex jokes aren't real either. Could like, be. I guess, yeah. I yeah. mean, sex is real. 
Zombie sex is real. Yeah, I just. I mean, <laughs> I you're know, right. You're right. I guess I just. I feel I don't like see, I don't see why. Uh, I don't see who this is for, uh, other than just like more censorship, more control. Like it, it yeah, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I don't see what it's helping. Um, but they want to do it. Whatever. Uh, I'm never gonna play. I mean, my take is like... And not because of that. Because I never played Resident Evil 4. Sure. And I certainly won't get a VR to yeah, play a port yeah. of a fucking... Like, no. Well, uh, it actually... I mean, okay, in fairness, it sounds pretty cool. Okay. The port itself sounds very good. Whatever. Like, that's not... You know, I'm not poo-pooing on that. No, no. But um, I don't I don't want to play VR anything. And, uh, I hear you. I hear I'm not you. excited about yeah. this. Neither am I, really. And I yeah. just don't really care about some suggestive themes being taken up. It just, it's a slippery slope, right? Like, what's next? It's a really slippery slope. And also, like, you know, I was listening to uh, the guys on Sacred Symbols talk about this, and they pointed out how one of the lines, that I didn't go into the details of exactly which lines were cut kind of thing, because mm-hmm. I mostly just don't care. Um, but they were talking about one of the specific lines that was cut in a certain situation where it's just like, the scene makes way less sense. Right. Where they cut out. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's dumb. Just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a mature game that's, like, not at all designed for minors. And, like, also Resident Evil 4 is a masterpiece. Yeah. It's, like, widely considered to be probably the best Resident Evil ever made by most critics. Right. You know? And it's like, don't... Like, I played this game when it came out. If I want to go back and play it, I don't want to play some weird-ass fucking distorted version like no, three years from now no, because true. all of the versions have adopted this like sexless dialogue well, version. All it makes me think of is China's decision to ban homosexual characters and feminine characters from video games. It's the same thing. It's just on the opposite end. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I just don't like revisionist uh Exactly. Like like stuff of like, you know, the idea of like whitewashing artistic works to like make to take out things that we find like distasteful or like or like too touchy subjects. It's kind of like No. The best way to like not it's just like for me it's always been like better the idea of like leave the things in. I'm saying like a lot. Uh leave the things in and have a dialogue about it. Exactly. Talk about it. Exactly. Talk about why it's inappropriate. Netflix you know? is infamous for it. BBC too. They're not um, great. No, Netflix is not. They're not. Oh, they're, they're doing a whole bunch of like really not cool stuff. Like, oh, I don't. I the don't BBC like it. The BBC too has been massive on That's it. That's not, cool. um, not cool. And I mean, again, like whatever. I don't. I, I don't care very much if you want to add stuff, but I do get a little fucky when you start switching stuff entirely that has been around forever, and it's yeah. like, dude, just make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> just make something else. Like. I also feel like maybe just say you don't want to fucking put the fucking game port out. Like mm-hmm. take a like take t- take an actual what's the word like kind of ballsy stance and be like we don't want to support this because we don't believe in the sexual stuff in it. Right. Fine. Someone else can circulate it if they want. You know what I mean? Like, but it is old, and I mean it was for sure. Except same with the the, the GTA trilogy. They censored some stuff in that too. Yeah. Right? I mean, like yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Like I'm not a huge I don't fan like of it. I'm not yeah, a huge like fan it. of it at all. Fucking don't like it. But it's the same thing as China doing it with their video games and censoring certain behavior, certain stuff. Yeah. No homosexual stuff. No feminine looking men. No. That's terrible, man. It's not. We need to just nah. a good thing. No, but no, it's, it's the exact same thing yeah. as what they're doing here. You're it's right. It's just on the other end. No, you're and absolutely right. I'm sorry, but like it's a slippery slope that ends up. The way China's going, you know? Yeah. And it's a slippery slope that, it, that, that nobody really actually wants. No. <laughs> you know, no, nobody no. actually wants it. I mean, who are like, you helping here? Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I don't see it. But no. again, I don't, I'm don't. i not familiar with what exactly and it's like, was I, cut out. 
I would imagine that, so let's assume that this is maybe a feminism problem, maybe? I, I guess that's the angle. I, I don't really know. But let's assume that. It's like, I feel like probably feminists would want more for the thing to still exist so they can talk about it, rather than pretend it was never a problem in the first place, which hasn't worked for feminism issues in the past. You know what I mean? Um, that's not how it's been going. I mean, that's... <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Is that too... Uh... No, I mean, you're right. Um, but, uh... Like, pretending things don't exist, it does not help. Right? No. Like, and I think that they're encountering that issue, you know, as they move on. It's like, a lot of people are encountering that issue. Pretending things exi don't exist just doesn't help. No. Yeah. That's yeah. the ostrich move, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Bury it's not, uh, Just because you can't see it doesn't... Not gonna get anywhere. Just because yeah. you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyways. But, yeah. So, censorship, bad. Yeah. Not all, though. Not all. I, some, for sure, I'd say is good. I'm, I'm certain that there are some games that have gone too far and probably Maybe. do things. Yeah. Oh, I can only... I, I seem to recall there was some sort of... Some pretty twisted Japanese sexual games that had some pretty <laughs> fucking weird stuff in there. And, and Japan... We definitely shouldn't go down that road. Well, Japan That's a big conversation. Yeah, Japan right. only outlawed child pornography in 2014. Yeah. Um, well, so, is, kitty porn something. was legal. Yeah. Uh, seven years ago. Yeah. So, like, yeah. come on, man. They have some weird, I find very hard to stomach and very different issues than we do. No, for sure. Right? For like, sure. yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely it's, I'm right. I'm not writing I, on I the Japanese. I'm just saying that I think some censorship of what comes out of there may be just. Yeah. For for other parts of the world. It might be okay there, but... I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a really tricky one, it's right? It's a completely it's like, different culture. Like, it's a, it, no, but it's a quick... You know, like, for example, in... I mean, listen, let's let's try not to go too much further with this because I don't want, I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but, like, I was really uncomfortable with a lot of the... the whole upskirt shot thing in, like, anime... in, like, anime stuff. Just in general. Absolutely. Like, not at all, like, you know, hentai type stuff. It's, no, like, no. totally normal... Like, I mean, even, I'm sure Cowboy Bebop for sure has, like, some, Absolutely. some really uncomfortable upskirt shots for me, yep. you know? And it's just, like, because it's, like, usually, like, young people. And well, it's, like, very it's a young, weird. too. But that's the thing. Yeah, it just, Kitty it feels super weird illegal. to me. I know, I know. So it's, but like, it's not weird to them. I'm still not, con I'm, I still don't know if I'd prefer that that wasn't there, rather than confronting it and being, oh, like, I'm a little uncomffortable with that. You, you know what I mean? You cannot pretend it wasn't there. Like, you have to know and acknowledge that it is a thing, and it was a thing, and it needs to be dealt with. Um, I just mean, is, would it be better to take that out? Like, would it be better to modify Cowboy Bebop? It, for, uh, no, well, like a game, I'd say. Like, if you're trying to bring it to another market yeah. where it's not part of their, it's yeah. not a normal thing for them, then I right. do understand censoring out that certain makes parts sense. Yeah, that, that, makes aren't, sense. that are that are acceptable maybe yeah. in your culture, yeah. but aren't in others. You know, yeah. like... Uh, Although that's certainly not the case with this Resident Evil 4 thing. No. Right? No, no, yeah. no. No, yeah. no, not at I all. I agree with you. I'm yeah, just saying... And that's definitely not what's so happening. I just kind of trailed off with no. saying that not all censorship is bad. Like, I, yeah. I am on board with some, for sure. And there are certain things that I think should be... Certain people should be protected from certain things. Yeah. Um, but this, I don't know. This, I find... I, again, I don't know what exactly got cut. I can't imagine there was anything all that serious that needed to be cut. I feel like if I played it now, I would probably feel like it's noticeable. Yeah. I'm mostly just like, I'm, I'm a big Resident Evil 4 fan. So, like, that was remember... A yeah, that, that was a really formative game for me. Like, I, I deeply... Re I remember exactly my consumption of Resident Evil 4. Okay. I remember how I got it, where I got it, when I got it, what I was doing at the time in my life. I remember the experience of coming home, playing till, like, four in the morning every night for, like, a week. Like, because it was just... it was I couldn't stop. It was that good. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stop playing it. I was like, I don't understand how a video game this good exists, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't want them to fuck with... Uh, if I go back and play it, I would like to play the same thing that I played. 
Yeah. You know? No, I hear you. Like, like I will never support like this weird cutout versions. Like, forget I, it. I, like, again, though, like, yeah, no, not in this situation. But there was there was one game, and it had to do with like ripping off little girls' clothes. It was like a Japanese. It was super weird. Yeah. And like they censored it for North American was it audiences. A, a and sort it, of a normal game, otherwise. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think the whole thing was about ripping off little girls' clothes. Yeah. And then like they would run around naked. Yeah. So for North America, I think they just blurred them out entirely and made them sort of like Lego. Um, These games are like... Rel- which I'm all for that. You know, like, uh, I, I don't... Again, I think that type of censorship is okay depending on what and yeah. for who it's for. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't think children should think that ripping off girls' clothing yeah. is an acceptable or okay thing to do. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's not... It's a, a tough one, man. But they're not supposed to be for kids. They're not advertised for kids. They're advertised specifically as adults only. You know, it's like, it's a tough one. I mean, I think those things are personally reprehensible. Like, I, I can't stand them. And they're like, they were a plague on PlayStation for a lot. Like, there was like a subsection of the store that was like ten tons of that shit. Oh, there's like girlfriend like that, experience like, stuff. Yeah, uh... That stuff largely, like, like PlayStation cracked out on it and they've segued it. Like, it's now Nintendo. Like, Nintendo is the home for these things. Not a time goes by that I don't look at the store that I see at least two of those titles. Where it's just like, it's clearly just porn. You know what I mean? Like, in a video game. I don't get it either, but, like, anyways. I see what you mean, and yes, I can see that there might be a case in those, in you know, Right. There can be a case for it there. Yeah. So, again, like, for, Which is different. I find, anyways. And, like, I think, again, I'm not completely against censorship, but I'm against the great majority of it, uh, unless it actually has some, uh, does some harm. And yeah. it's stuff that, I mean, I guess it's pretty up in the air, though, because everywhere is different, right? Yeah, but at least with that, with those games, it feels more like what you're trying to say of like, it's a cultural difference. Whereas Resident Evil 4, it's in our culture to talk about sex and violence. Like, I mean, yes, we're not like the French when it comes to like depictions of sex on TV, but we still talk about it in our culture like often. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it was in our advertisements, it's in our music, it's in our TV, it's in our TV shows, it's, it's in our movies. It's gotten a lot more now than it used to be. Yeah. It's Wop, not like wet ass pussy, like the number one song on the fucking the kids are listening to <laughs> sure, and shit. Like, sure, sure, get sure. the fuck out of here. But it's like, it's not like it's not, it's not present. No, but that, you know? what I'm saying is WAP is on the radio, you have children singing this, and then you have them censoring out suggestive like flirting from an 18 plus game like again this is what i mean like some censorship yeah yeah, sure but who it's for and what it impacts yeah like yeah and this i don't see it Uh, yeah like i don't see the benefit in yeah but uh i agree with you yeah i agree anyways anyways um you want to take a little you want to take five sure let's take a little break yeah we'll be right back good to go Good to go. Okay, uh, so we're back. Little break. Ordering some food, pizza. pizza. Yeah, no Never deco. Tried. No deco. Yeah, that was that's extremely sad. Yeah. I didn't realize there were so many decos. For I mean, maybe other people that I know from back in the day in Lachine know this too. But to me, the closest one is Joel Dorland, who actually listens to the show. <clears throat> he definitely remembers Bar Deco Pizza. We used to do. We would play D and D. Uh, it would be just the two of us. We mm-hmm. played D and D, and it was Bardeco Pizza. Nice. That was the night. Yeah. Nice. And it was we did Bardeco Pizza and D and D in Verdun, like at least three or four times. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's the last time I had Bardeco. Well, uh, yeah. So there was one in Verdun, right? I'm actually wondering now if they were delivering from Lachine. Oh or... no, they wouldn't. There's no way. Yeah, I guess there must. I can't remember. It's there's been a while. one. I'm pretty sure there's one on Atwater or Guy, and then I think there may be one in Verdun as well, because um, I don't think they would deliver from Atwater to Verdun. No. And. No. Uh, 
So yeah, I, I believe there's three, and um, yeah. to me, there's only ever been one, right? Man, like machine. Yeah. But they used to have all the imported beer too. Thirty oh, beer I selection. I didn't even know. Yeah. Oh, they had a fireplace, a piano. Like, yeah, I've been in the restaurant once. It doesn't once. exist anymore. It's a uh, pickup only. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that like because of COVID or no. for a while? <laughs> it's yeah. been years. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Man, that's something that when you brought up Bardeco, I was like, I had no idea how much I missed that until you said it. I didn't I even like, realize it was still a thing until uh, about a month or two ago, looking for pizza, and I was like, wait a minute, Bart, what? Bardeco's the what the fuck? So I called him up and uh, I was just as impressed as I've always been with them. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're awesome. Yeah. But try their barbecue chicken sun dried tomatoes. That sounds interesting. I yeah. got it by accident once. I think they gave me the wrong <laughs> pizza and I was like, kind of, I was kind of pissed off. I was uh-huh. like, fuck, it's not what I ordered, but I ate it anyways. And it was just like, uh, that's all I ordered after that for the longest time. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> well, here, listen, we've got, I mean, uh, shout out to, we, was it Pizza San Leon? Thank you. Cucina San Leon. Pizza Cucina San Leon is coming. We'll see how that is. Yeah. It's solid. Their dough is amazing. Oh, yeah? Well, I do appreciate good dough. It's, it's yeah. good. I'm excited. Okay. Well, listen, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, what we've been playing. Yeah. What have you so, playing? who's going to lead? Should I lead? Yeah. Start with the Diablo there, eh? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I also, I wanted to talk a little bit about what I was excited about coming up, so I figured maybe I'll just lump it in here. Sure. But basically, yeah. I mean, so my, over the past, I guess, month now, um, it's pretty much, yeah, it's two games. It's Chernobylite, which is interesting, uh, and it's Diablo 2. Uh, Diablo 2 is like, what can I say about Diablo 2? Diablo 2, I mean, I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I really really like it's become my perfect like wind down game okay yeah it's become like the game that i'm always like yeah i'll just play like an hour of diablo 2 that would be really satisfying nice and then i'll probably go to bed you know yeah i say an hour but really realistically it's probably two hours for sure cases (laughs) like most people who what is it people who you interview chronically overestimate their app their 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 um competence oh okay is it something like that like people when interviewed like will like, everyone chronically overrates their competence in terms to what they actually are. I'm unfamiliar with this. I definitely chronically underrate my video game time compared to what it is. Well, yeah, yeah. For, for sure. sure, for sure. I think I think doctors, it's something similar when they ask you how much you drink. I think they multiply it by three. Exactly. Because nobody tells them the truth. If you just multiply it every time I ever say a video game <laughs> video game amount by three, you <laughs> probably have something that's close to the truth. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah, so Diablo 2, I still fucking love it. Uh, I'm a little bit sad that more people aren't talking about Diablo 2. I feel like a little bit anecdotally and also, you know, the news just sort of came and went and like, did anybody care too much? I don't know. I I get the impression like people are not that into it. But for me, it was really like, I mean, that was a game that I was excited about coming up to it. I got more excited as we got closer. Enthusiasm, my friends, made me more excited. And I sincerely believe that Diablo 2 is a really excellent game. Um, it's simple. Like, it's nothing special in a lot of ways. It's just, it's really crisp, clean action. It's good loot. It's like, I really appreciate the... Um... I don't find it crisp or clean. No? No. No, I really, I really do, yeah. Interesting. 
I, I mean, the visual aesthetic I, I really, I'm really into. Mm. I really like how it's a lot darker than Diablo 3. It's much more moody, gloomy, you mm. know, like it has a, a very different feel. For sure. Like thematically, like it feels more like a Halloween game than Diablo 3 did, you know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. It's a lot more creepy dungeons with like very low, like you can't see anything and like... Yeah, that's true, yeah. I love how the game is mostly lit up by your spell effects in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. Like it's only lit up by the fact that you're doing things. Yeah. Otherwise yeah, yeah. you almost can't see anything. Like I really like the flavor of the world. Like all the monsters look fucking cool. They like they're they're scary. They're dangerous. It's tough on hardcore. Like it's not a cakewalk. It's more hardcore than the games I'm used to, especially coming out of AAA companies. I mean, I know it's an old game, but I, I feel like that matters. I I just I basically just really like um, a lot of the things that it's doing, uh, and, and cool. it's, it's it's hitting pretty much perfectly for me. I did want to take a second and say I had a conversation with Joel about this recently and he was he got me to realize that it really is it's true that it's kind of unacceptable that the game has server issues because it still has server issues. Yeah. Like uh, the server issues seem to be getting progressively better. But it still was a thing for like a while where like every time I would try to play if I ever tried to play in the morning, it was impossible to log on. I have no idea why. I'm like, okay, some part of the world is like crazy busy at like my 10 a.m. or something. I guess. Know? I don't understand. And for some reason, it's always fine in the evening. Hmm. Like, it's really weird. Like, I still occasionally get days where I can't log in. Like, it's still generally, and every evening I've ever tried, almost never any problems, which is bizarre. Hmm. It seems to be very much not in the evening. Okay. I almost feel like they, like, turn the lights on in the evening and shut them off in the, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But it's bizarre, but and it, it's completely unforgivable. Like, yeah. completely unforgivable. That aside, everything that's in the actual game, I love. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you don't you don't feel the same way about it. No. No, not at all. No, I, I didn't play it that much, but uh, from what I did play, it just... Uh, it bugged me, man. It bugged me. I found it janky and shitty, and uh, I didn't find it smooth at all. Uh, hmm. I didn't think it was... I, it felt like a very rough coat to me. Um, yeah, interesting. And uh, and just playing with Jazz a little bit... Uh, fuck. Uh, some of the glitches and stuff just... It, it enraged me. And then yeah, again, really signing on and not being able to get your character... Yeah. All that uh, that only had to happen a few times for me to be like, yeah, fuck you. Uh, yeah. I'm just not going to play this piece of shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like yeah. I don't love it so much that I'm willing to overlook these issues. And like, yeah, nah, fuck you, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. you. But uh, whatever. I mean, I get it though. Why people? <clears throat> I get why some people could get into it. You know, like yeah. if you have some love for. Diablo 2, sure, you know, like, absolutely. Or just I had, Diablo period. I had no love for Diablo 2. Okay. Right? And, like, I I mean, I played Diablo well, 3 Diablo a lot. Diablo period. Actually. Sure, yeah. You know, no, like, I definitely, yeah. I, I, I played Diablo 1 also, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you have any love for Diablo, I get it. It's just new Diablo to play, right? Like, um. Yeah, but I really do think it's the best. <clears throat> because it has meaning to the build. Like, the skills you select are meaningful. The choices you make are meaningful. You know, like I, I, I'm kind of into the the way that the skills work in this more than Diablo three. I like the skills, but I, I just find it so much rougher than three. So much jankier, so much choppier, so much more lag. I've never rubber banded in fucking Diablo I three. Yeah. I, I never rubber banded in Diablo. 3. It just happens. I mean, I, I, I get it. It happens to me, but it's just it's so rare, and like I barely notice when it happens. You know, like I think it. I think the reason it bothers me so much is like it happens to me in all kinds of games too. 
but they're new games <laughs> that look amazing and right. whatever. And right. this is just like a reboot of an old game. I don't expect to have these these issues, you know? Yeah. yeah. Especially when you. I pay top dollar for it. Well, that's what Joel was helping me to see, was that it really truly is unacceptable to have these issues for a full-price game. Mm-hmm. Well, or a, it wasn't or a very close... Yeah. It's true, it's true. Sorry. But a close to full-price game. Yeah. You know, like still 60. I mean... I, it's a ton. I, I guess 50 in the US. You know, it's a, 40, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I think a 50. Yeah, well, their sure. they're top... Their full price for a game is 60 bucks. Is it? Yeah. So 60 is our 80? Yeah. So then, yeah, I guess you must be right. 40 is our 60. I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> You're probably know. right. You're probably right. But anyways, yeah, no, it's uh, that part is really, yeah, I can't, there's, I mean, I both am very angry at them for not getting on top of that because, well, from my perspective, it's less the jankiness and more just the server issues. Mm-hmm. It's completely unacceptable to have server issues. It it really just feels like they're, they just don't care. Yeah. They're just like, nah. It's like, can we be fucked to do anything about this? Nah. I mean, did we make our money? Yeah. You know, do we give a shit if people are angry after? Nah. No, they don't. I you don't know? think they do. And it's like, I mean, because clearly they could have done something. I think so. I if mean... the server issues aren't finished by like week two, and it's been like over a month now since it's come out, if they're not finished by week two, then it's just clearly, yeah, you, you know what the problem is. You don't want to do anything about it. You know, like, yeah. That's, I mean, I can't see it any other way. That's my limited sort of network technology mm. uh, understanding, but, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, for they me. They did I it just... with Diablo 3. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I'm just not. Uh, I tried it out, was not impressed, and uh, just haven't done it again. And Jazz loves that type of game, like to the fullest, but she has no drive to even play it. Really, eh? um, man, it's so funny. My friends all love it, mm. and like I have like four characters now between the levels of like 17 and 24. Oh, nice. You know, like I've got like an assassin, I've got a necromancer, I've got a sorceress that my that Joel and his friend were talking about playing. Maybe play with him with the sorceress, maybe his brother, and um, a druid for my like main main party. Okay, nice. And like they all have different stuff to offer. They're all neat and like they're fun. all cool in different ways you yeah. know like yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways um, so that's fun mm-hmm. other game I played was Chernobyl um, this one I should probably not get into too much because it'll take a lot of time mm-hmm. but Cher- what can I say about Chernobyl briefly Chernobyl is we've talked about it before I was excited about it when it, when I was seeing stuff leading up to it coming out um, I listened to an interview on the Chasing Bandos podcast which is a little random it's a podcast about I think Urban Explorers and they like focus on different. It's a very real life podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not about video games. And they did an interview with. Will I get his name right? Wojciech Pajder. I can't pronounce this. Uh, I, I can't. Yeah, I just can't pronounce the name. But yeah, Woj Wojciech. I think is how he says it. Wojciech Pajder, uh, who is basically he's the creative director of Chernobyl. Right. Uh, and I think it's the Farm Fifty One. Maybe is the company. Okay. Uh, and weren't his parents? Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool interview. Yeah, it turns out his his parents are actually both nuclear physicists, um, which is amazing, and, and uh, because it's because of the subject matter, um, and he like heard about the actual Chernobyl event a lot. He's from Poland, right? Polish developer. Uh, he heard about the Chernobyl event from his parents when he was growing up. So like he has a bit of like a, a personal historical attachment with it. Um, and he became like a big into like urban exploring kind of and, and going to Chernobyl to like. I just check it out. I guess he was he was an urban explorer when he was a kid. Like there was lots of like ruined places in Poland. He was talking about. It was a really interesting interview, and he basically just continued that with with Chernobyl. He was fascinated by it, probably mostly because of his parents. So pretty much this game, this game and this guy, it's kind of like a it's a really legit. It's a person who has an actual interest in Chernobyl, who has really carefully like he was talking about how I think the game was developed between I want to say I might get this wrong 2015 and 2020 2021. 
And before COVID, um, they had been going to Chernobyl to film in 3D, like that, or fo photograph or film in 3D uh, once every, I think it was one time minimum every like two months or something, like for like five years, hmm. like a really long time. He actually created this Chernobyl VR project too. Like, so, Oh, that uh, I saw that ages ago where you can just explore Chernobyl, right? Yeah, that's them. Oh, okay. Did yeah. he also do the Everest one or? I'm not sure. If, yeah. Well, who knows? But yeah, there were some possible, really cool ones. Sure. And I remembered being like kind of thinking like, well, that's actually a really cool idea for VR it to is. just explore real areas that they actually map out. Yeah. Know, like, and it, there is some mini game in there too. Like it's not just, uh, okay. yeah, I remember seeing something on it a while ago, but um, yeah, no, that uh, that's really cool. It's really interesting. Yeah. Especially because, you know, Chernobyl will eventually not be here anymore. Right. Like, like the, like the, the um, significant parts of the zone are already being like reclaimed by nature in a lot of cases, or like parts are collapsing in on themselves and becoming like, people just can't go anymore yeah, because like well, shit's falling apart and like yeah there's a lot of still really active shit there yeah, um yeah. like they they had to build that did you are you familiar with the the whole there's a documentary about it but they built a fucking massive structure to cover up the reactor hmm. um it was like a ridiculous project it was like hmm. they built basically like a hangar on okay. top of this thing and it was like a ridiculous 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 project like essentially a shield kind of? pretty much to, to stop stuff from getting out but because of rainwater that made in made it into the shit that triggered some of the radioactive shit and made it more active oh than it had been it was a whole documentary about it it was really cool actually and yeah, uh, but all in all it's not like um it's not just getting unradioactive anytime soon, that's for sure. Um, no, but in terms of like the buildings inside that, you know, yeah, far apart, yeah. Yeah, that are currently explorable, like a lot of them have won't become be for long. some of them even in the case of the like the the like him his experience uh, making the game and photographing and filming stuff from Chernobyl, like in his experience too, like certain places like he used to be able to go to, he can't go to anymore. Right. So he talks a lot about how like he also just wants the place to be preserved because it's not going to be the way it is now for forever and mm -hmm. like he wants he, to be able to see it. Yeah. yeah, he's interested in like capturing it in ways for like historical purposes also. Mm -hmm. It's a re it's a it was a really cool in interview um I forgot the name of the podcast already again, but you can go back and check if you want. Uh, and the guy is a really fascinating guy. So it, this is like, it's kind of, um, people are not talking, people were talking about this game a little bit before it came out. They've completely stopped now that the game actually came out. Mm. Um, but it's kind of like if you're into Chernobyl themed stuff and like you want something a little different from Stalker, you know, and especially if you want something, I don't know about the pedigree of the Stalker developers. Maybe they also have, uh, you know, deep relationships with Chernobyl. I'm guessing probably not, but I don't know. Um, but this guy is like he's kind of super legit, and the game is also really weird and different. It's, right? Yeah, it's like it's like parts XCOM in terms of like you have to manage a team, and like it's it's parts you have to manage your base also. Okay. It's like create stuff in your base for like Fallout Four style, mm -hmm. like manage stuff in your base, create workbenches, make sure the quality of life and like the radiation and the oxygen levels and the power are all like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. balanced and shit, and like nobody's getting un unhappy and leaving. And like, there's a lot of resource management. Um, there's a crazy, a really intense story. It's like got a story about kind of like 
the lies that we tell our loved ones and like mm. what what happens when you like do you be honest with people or do you like do you tell people what you actually think or do you just sort of like gloss over things with like little lies and like what effect does this have on our memories over time it's right. got like a really fascinating story some very cool acting like some very cool story I was listening to it in Russian, which is really cool, uh, with like English subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Russian voice acting is really good, and my girlfriend was getting a blast out of it because she speaks Russian. I actually understand some Russian too, so I, I get something every now and then. Yeah, it's a really different, weird game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sad that I had to bounce off it because I, pl- I played for about a week, like probably did like maybe 20 hours, maybe. Well, it wasn't that long of a game, though, was it? Uh, well, I was. I had to. I mean, I play things slow. Right. right I had right. to replay a lot of areas because okay. I like fuck stuff up. And yeah, you know, okay. Uh, it was a little hard. It's it, the game has a crazy steep learning curve of just figuring out every, all the systems. And well, stuff. yeah. Yeah, and I I had to bounce off because I eventually kind of couldn't handle the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had to. I reloaded the same scenario where you have to actually fight people in first person, and like I just I kept dying, and I found it really frustrating. Uh, it didn't feel they didn't the deaths didn't feel good they didn't feel earned I just felt like I couldn't do anything mm. like I try to aim and it's just like it's like like nothing's working kind mm. of and like I'm I'm completely ineffectual yeah I don't know yeah it, so I was having a block on some of the actual gameplay elements that were right. just like a little rough which is maybe to be expected of, of a game that tries to do kind of like three separate genres a whole the same. bunch of stuff yeah yeah it's it's really crazy what Chernobyl's doing it's really different I would strongly recommend anyone who's interested in that kind of thing to like just check out a video on it mm-hmm. um, I think maybe Game Ranks did it before you buy maybe? I think so because uh, I watched I think I watched that I think so yeah. it was and they they did a pretty good job of like breaking down mm-hmm. you know what what it's all about um so really interesting and I'm sad that I didn't get more into it and well, you the, may still right I might yeah I very well might I mean I already deleted the game reinstalled it immediately after to try again got turned off reinstalled like you know deleted, uninstalled yeah. it, deleted it and like I, I very well might yeah it's yeah for like, sure it's it's got a lot of interesting stuff in it yeah, it's already been deleted and reinstalled three times. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that's, um, a, that's a sign that, you know, there's something going there's on something, there. There's <laughs> yeah, something. something about yeah. this fucking game. I mean... And really just the pedigree of the creator and their team. Like, yeah. the, the amount of, like, attention to detail they put into it. And, like, it that's really cool. does feel like Chernobyl. You know? yeah. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting game. Yeah. Nice, nice. Anyways, uh, that's what I've been playing. Yeah, nice. What have you been up to? Uh, well, actually, uh, there was a couple of uh, Halloween events for... Um, well, there's one for Red Dead, one for Hunt Showdown, and uh, so I had to jump on those just to check that out. And uh, Red Dead, whatever, kind of cool, I guess. New game mode and whatever, little, pretty small, who cares kind of shit. Hunt had an actual event, which was neat, with some stuff that you can, some skins, you know, new characters, weapon skins you can unlock. Were they Halloween themed skins? Uh, the whole game is sort of Halloween themed, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, that's true. I mean, the it, whole game scary monsters, right? Yeah, like, no, so you're right. You're I mean, right. the I guess so. <laughs> it's all automatically Halloween, you know? Like, yeah, the 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 hunter they released, uh, I guess he could be Halloweenish. I don't know. No, it's uh, it's cool. It's just um, another event, something that they do. I think this is the fourth. Maybe the fifth or sixth on. Uh, I know PlayStation didn't get them all. I know it was out oh, on really? PC earlier, and so I think it had two or three events before it even came to PlayStation. Which... What was it called? The Harvest. The Harvest, yeah. Right. This event was called The Harvest. And uh, yeah, no, it's neat. Uh, I got, uh, I think I unlocked everything within uh, maybe four days of playing it with a couple of buddies. Um, oh, that's cool. That's, that's so nice. So did did some grinding on it. Um, Is that good? Like, Did it feel like a good pace? 
Yeah, I kind of wish it didn't grind so much because then I'd play more. Uh, once I got all the unlocks, I was kind of like, meh, no real need to play right now. Hmm. Yeah, what does that tell you? Is it a problem about your approach or is it a problem about... No, it's about... just uh, the, the events bring in a huge amount of players back to the game. Right. Um, so, like, it, it always uh, goes up and down in, uh, in players. But um, whenever there's a new event or new content, the player base skyrockets, right? So right. matches are full all the time and uh, everybody's back into it. You know, old players are back just to try out. So it's um, it's usually pretty busy and uh, it's exciting. And it does taper off after some time. You know, you see people that came back for the event. Well, they did it and they're done with it now, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I'm still into the game, but I only play it with people. Yeah, and uh, so if I've got a buddy that wants to do it, I'm game. Actually, just before when you first got here, a buddy messaged me, <laughs> and actually I was curious because uh, just a message popped up at the top of my screen that said "cunt?" question mark. I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? And then the next one, "hunt." <laughs> like, ah, yeah, okay. That's excellent. <laughs> like, not nah, busy. Uh, uh, do we need to worry about how PlayStation's handling their autocorrect? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, I mean, I will play it again a bit uh I, one of my buddies hasn't gotten all the points yet so i'll i'll grind with him a bit maybe or whatever again it's it's something that's fun with friends but uh i have no interest solo so yeah that's the majority and then uh the free pga game that uh, came to ps plus this month yeah tell me the about last this man month. this is the first time that i've ever written down a title on the list for what we've been playing, PGA, where I've been like completely just like two K twenty or what something? is going on here? Two K twenty one maybe. I, I mean, know. I just I have PGA written down. That's it. It's fairly recent. It's a pretty new golf game. Um, it was a free PS Plus game. Yeah, yeah, totally. We can uh, probably find the name. I think it was two K twenty one. PGA Tour two K twenty one. Yeah. So it's a brand new golf game, basically. Yeah. And um, I don't like sports games or golf games. The last golf game I played was uh, Wii Golf. Uh, way back in the day where you actually have to like swing the thing and I don't know it was kind of fun for a couple of minutes fun for um, <laughs> but yeah I have no interest in golf or golf games but uh, it's a free game of the month and people I haven't talked to in ages hit me up and they're like oh you want to play a round of golf I'm like fuck it why not and Jazz actually got into it too so, so um, it's like serious golf I'm just trying to understand yeah, what's yeah, no, it's, going it's on it's like here. legit it's like a Tiger yeah, Woods game like Tiger of. Woods PGA Tour kind of absolutely. thing absolutely like, it's exactly that huh um, you can play, you know, with people, against people, whatever. It's it's just a golf game. You could create your own course, apparently. I don't know. I mean, again, I don't like golf or golf games, but it's a reason to shoot the shit with people I haven't talked to in years, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and nobody has an excuse to not play it, like, because uh, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah, I was really not expecting that. No. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. I'm just trying to picture you sitting down and playing a golf game. And My it's... buddy messaged me. He's like, "Oh, you, you have to play a round of golf." I'm like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, no. <laughs> like, let's let's play some Conan or Ark or something. You know, like I haven't talked to you in ages, but these are the games we played, right? Yeah. It's like, oh no, I'm really into this new free game. It's like it's free. Just download it. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All right, so I do, and then I, sure enough, like three more people hit me up. I haven't talked to in ages, really? and they're like, "Oh, let's play some golf." I saw you downloaded it. I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> Damn, man, where were all my friends when I was getting Aliens Fire Team? Like, how, why were they not coming out of the Bridgeworks? It's like, <laughs> I think that was. Oh, pretty, it wasn't free. It wasn't free. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You can't really. 
you can't blame people for not wanting to play a game you're playing if they have to purchase it. You know? No, like, that's a really good of, point. Yeah, that's a really good point. But when it's free, it doesn't matter how much you don't like it. It's yeah. more like, okay, so you don't want to hang out? Like, yeah, go fuck yourself. So <laughs> would you have actually, so the real question is here, because you, I remember you distinctly shitting all over Fall Guys when we, when we first, when, we, when it came out. Oh, yeah, back. yeah. I, I downloaded right? it and tried it. Really? Absolutely, because it was free. and the exact. It was the exact same fucking really? buddy that messaged me about this. No way. No shit. It was the same <laughs> fucking buddy. Hit me up that's about really Fall Guys. Funny, and he's like, yeah, it's fun. Download it. Like, we're all playing. Whatever. Did one round and I was like, delete. <laughs> no. Not a fucking chance. This was a little bit more... Well, it's golf, right? So it's like... It's kind of like, it's just like sit down and relax, kind of? You're just hanging out with friends, like, whacking a ball. Yeah. I mean, it's... You're just yeah. cracking jokes, talking shit. It's just fun. Like, yeah. uh, the game itself is not fun at all. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> but the act of just sitting or, you know, hanging out with four friends, you each take turns on your shot. You get to, you know, either talk shit or cheer the people up, whatever. You yeah. Know? Like, it's yeah. just, it's a fun event. You know, the game itself, like, fuck that. Uh, yeah. I, I hate it. But um, <laughs> I can see, event. I can see the appeal to it for certain people. Like, I'm sure, to me, it's kind of like a fishing game. Like, I have friends that were into yeah. fishing games, <laughs> and I can't figure it out for the life of me, me where too. the appeal is, but it's the same sort of thing. It's just like, you don't, I guess you don't really have to think, and you can kind yeah. of just relax, and no rush. Jazz made an interesting point. She was like, well, this is totally my type of game, turn-based strategy. I'm like, I guess it huh. is. <laughs> um, wow. I never thought about that. Yeah. Uh, that is a really good point. Right? So <laughs> yeah. I was just like, whoa. Turn-based strategy. Golf wow. game is turn-based strategy. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. Um, That's really funny, man. Yeah. So, I, again, just playing with, uh, with people. And uh, I, one of my buddies actually fucking platinumed it the other day. And I'm like, wow. Dude, I didn't even know you played this game on your own. That's intense. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> But that's that's some dedication there. That is, yeah, it is. So I don't know. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's really just a social thing, you know. Like it's yeah. it's not a. I mean, it's a free game. So. Yeah, yeah. Why not? You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was it. It makes sense. It makes sense. My my only ever ever experience with the golf game is Hot Shots Golf on PlayStation, oh, okay. which I did love oh, and okay. I played briefly. And, and it was a legit golf game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just had some wacky stuff in it, okay. and like was very like tongue in cheek, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. no, this is serious. Like it's. I mean, okay, maybe it's not that. My my putter is a hot I guess, dog. A what? A hot dog. But that costs money. Um, a literal hot dog? Like, my putter at the end is a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get a taco. You can get a candy cane. You can get That's all kinds awesome. of goofy shit. Um, I got a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> this makes me much more inclined to play the game. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that sounds amazing. You can buy some kind of wonky shit, but uh, not much. Yeah, I guess there's like all kinds of customization and stuff too. Like, yeah. uh, you can do all kinds That's of That's a shit. smart way to make money when a game is free. Well, yeah, yeah. well, it wasn't free you, to begin with, right? Like, but you, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So. But when they finally do go free, if you pick it up, you must feel a lot more inclined to like not mind to shell out a few dollars. Yeah, because you're yeah, just yeah. like, well, well, you earn the currency through playing it, right? Oh, um, okay. So you don't have okay. to actually purchase anything, but uh, I sure as shit wasn't purchasing anything. Um, <laughs> but you know, you get a bit of money from playing, and yeah. I was like, well, I'll buy this hot dog butter. Yeah, um, yeah, like Aliens Fire Team, right? That has that too. I think you can pay for the. Oh, you can, but you earn it exactly through yeah at yeah, a totally yeah. reasonable rate. By exactly, the yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. A uh, little bit of golf, a little bit of hunt, tiny bit of Red Dead. And that's it. Nice man. Yeah. Sounds like not a bad Halloween. You know, I gotta I gotta be honest. I actually 
I didn't think about it at the time, even though we discussed it, but now that you brought up Hunt Showdown, because I was thinking over Halloween of, like, what should I play for Halloween? Like, did, like I kind of wanted to do something scary. Scary, right? But I, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I like the Diablo 2 was a little dark. It's, like, a little monstery, but it's, but it's not, like, really... It's not horror. It's fantasy. Not really, you know? Yeah. And it's an action game. Yeah, you know? And I was thinking, I couldn't really, like, nothing was really coming to mind. I a little bit wanted to try Alan Wake Remaster, but I was like, I'm not sure if I want to shell out $40 at the moment. Mm. But I do, I love that game. Like, it was really cool. But yeah, I should have just gone in for a few rounds of Hunt Showdown with you. Well, it's proper scary. That was the that was the perfect time. Yeah. 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 Well, it's still, uh, the event's still going on. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's Interesting. another Interesting. three days, I think, something like that. I used to like to always tune in for Destiny's Halloween events, but I got to be honest, this year they kind of... Mm-hmm. I just don't want to play Destiny anymore, and also this year in particular, apparently, the, the so the community actually voted between two different types of costumes they can have, right? One option was monster-themed from movies, like Godzilla, you know, King Kong, I guess. I'm blanking now, but like, you know, any, any kind of monster yeah. from a movie. And the other one was Dinosaurs. In the, in the article I read, the, the the journalist was like, so of course everyone chose dinosaurs because they're amazing. And I'm like, what? Like, are they? Like, so the community chose dinosaur-themed costumes. When they had the option of movie of movie-based monster costumes, they chose dinosaurs. And they're the dumbest-looking costumes I've ever seen. And every Halloween event Destiny to this point has been amazing. The costumes are... I've, I've in some cases, paid money for them because I was like, yeah, they're amazing. I would like to have them. Um, or at least dedicatedly played the event just to get to the, get the costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, wow. so I didn't play that. This, yeah, fair this enough. But uh, we'll talk more about Destiny later. Uh, we're gonna probably do a post-launch content episode mm-hmm. where we talk about these somewhat controversial recent decisions to charge exorbitant amounts of money for the next version of Destiny. We'll talk about that later. But I'm pretty. I'm not feeling great about the game now. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's that's what we've been playing. Uh, I guess, do you want to take a short break? Yeah, let's take we... five. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so we're back, a little break. Uh, delicious, I'll forget the name again. San Leon. Thank you. Delicious San Leon pizza. They put it a was... name before it. I don't know, Cucina San Leon? Cucina San Leon. Yeah, it was actually quite, it was quite good. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty impressed. It's, yeah. uh, their pasta is very, very good too. It's uh-huh. a little on the pricey side, but uh, it's, it's very, I used to always really hit get... the spot. I used to always get uh, their Naki. Their Naki was boom. Oh, Nyuki's? Yeah. <laughs> Naki. <laughs> Naki, yo. Uh, that's, you're the only person I've ever heard say nah, Naki. That's Naki. awesome. <laughs> it's called Naki. Yep. Well, you heard it here first. It's Naki. Apparently, it's called Naki. Naki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get into some news. Number one, this is not really a particular... I suppose I could point to the IGN article being um, Elden Ring, 15 minutes of gameplay coming tomorrow. That was November 3rd. The tomorrow is yesterday, November 4th. Um, although, you know, this is really just the Elden Ring, I think, I want to say Twitter account, uh, just, like sending it out to the public. Right. This 15 minutes of gameplay with like developer commentary during it in English, which is interesting. So there's that that happened. Um, what we were going to talk about before we missed an episode was the fact that Elden Ring was recently delayed to February. Uh, this I got off an IGN article, but again, it was announced off the Elden Ring Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just announced that due to, I think they, I mean, I, I don't really think it's that important. Uh, I don't have 
like from software in my mind uh, has a literal perfect track record for like development and like in terms of just releasing products like they don't release products with problem with significant problems right right um so there's really no i don't i don't even want to go check what the actual on paper uh message was it's only one month delay um it was just it's january 22nd to february 22nd which kind of i guess begs the question a little bit of like why make a delay that short anyways but listen they felt they need some time Mm -hmm. that's it yeah. From FromSoft gets their time. They get their time. Yeah, I mean, what they ask for, they get. And also, nobody really wants to play games that aren't finished anyways. They get the benefit of the doubt, too. Until you lose that, Absolutely. I think it's fair to give good companies that. <laughs> Until you mess up, I, I think it's good idea to give them... I mean, just check their track record, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the one ex- one possible exception of Dark Souls 2 being still absolutely nothing wrong with the game, like... From a technical standpoint, mm-hmm. it was maybe not as good as the others. Right. It still ran just fine. Right, right. <laughs> there were no problems with it. Um, but yeah, so that was the news that came out before that we were going to talk about. I'm kind of happy that this 15 minutes just dropped. I had a, a nice long conversation with a friend of the show, Sheldon Bedford, um, who is a, a, an old Dark Souls OG friend of mine from like back in the day. Uh, we were playing a lot of Dark Souls original together. And he's a big fan of FromSoft too. He's played all the games also. We had a long chat about this, and I hadn't seen the 15 minutes of gameplay when I was talking to him. Right. He was talking about how I was saying uh, some of my concerns about the game. He was helping me to sort of understand that, like, maybe they're, you know, maybe don't worry about this stuff. Like, maybe it's not going to be a big deal. And the the one thing I that I sort of so I was wondering if maybe by watching the 15 minutes it would allay some of those fears or concerns. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest. I feel like it's pretty much 100. percent I don't know if my, my concerns over it was uh, specifically the one thing remaining that I kind of feel not so great about that Sheldon wasn't able to completely convince me of I shouldn't worry about was the, the whole system, the way they have this guiding light now. Yeah. How when you go to bonfires, the developers are putting a guiding light in the game to show you like what is the per- perhaps the recommended path mm-hmm. or the most natural next path kind of thing. That's the one thing that I kind of can't, I still wasn't able to get. To, to go past because I really do kind of sincerely believe it's like incorrect game design but I mean that aside looks good looks good it looks amazing I think it looks great I mean yeah I'm almost kind of like at a loss for what to actually say about it because it just kind of everything was incredible it looked good man I think that's enough to say about it right? yeah like uh, yeah. that's all that needs to be said about it it looks pretty much good um, it really does and yeah. there's gonna be I mean there's stuff we couldn't see right like the health and the stamina and all that stuff yeah that was demo. weird but I don't think that's unintentional no um, for sure yeah. so it was a very well put together absolutely. 15 minutes right so clearly absolutely. they thought about everything there yeah. yeah and I have faith I mean I don't know if I should I'm, I'm not a big from software guy but uh, again, you have no complaints about Sekiro, right? I mean, I don't think there's any... There's literally no reason to not have faith. Even if you're not a From Software fan. Exactly. They make the same product. Like, they have been, to this point, 100% loyal to the type of product they create. So it's like you really... You know what you're going to get. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. yeah, there's no surprises with Dark Souls so games. So even though there might be some tweaks and changes to the, you know, the other... To Dark Souls, like, who cares? I mean, it's probably still... I mean, Sekiro was different. It was. It was still awesome, right? Yeah, no, Sekiro was... I mean, I still think that... I was talking to Sheldon about this. I still think that Sekiro is maybe secretly the best game from a mechanical standpoint. Hmm. Maybe. You know, it's a tough call, but, like, the way... The things they did with Sekiro's combat system and the way they simplified, like, there's less choices in Sekiro, and it... 
Like, there's less choices in how to, in terms of how to build your character. Mm -hmm. They completely removed, like, all the ability scores. Right. So you don't level up anymore. There's just a really, really simple skill tree system where you can gradually get a few skills over time. Right. And they're, like, mostly new maneuvers for the sword. Or yeah. really minor things, like, you know, a little bit more health increase when you take a potion. Kind of thing. Right, right. But it's, like... There's less options in it, and it focuses even more on the core main combat than uh, than previous games. And that main combat is really, really tight and like very, like it, it really rewards mastery. And it doesn't have that many op like there's less options to cheese in Sekiro than there have ever been in a, in a Dark Souls game before, okay. right? Like there's usually always stuff like maybe there's magic, and you can cheese a fight with magic in certain circumstances, mm -hmm. or you can cheese a fight with a weird strategy involving arrows and a bow from a distance, yeah, yeah in yeah. a place where the guy can't hit you anymore. But you know, weird stuff like that, yeah, totally. Because of how pure Sekiro is, it has even less stuff like that in the game than other ones. And like, cool. yeah, I mean, there's like in Sekiro, there's really no, there's no choice other than to learn the system. So there's no way around it. You either will learn it or you won't. Well. And you know, and that's kind of it. So you're absolutely right. Like they have experimented and it has worked out. So 100%. I think it's fair to give them again. I, I, this looks really cool. So I don't know. I was amazed. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Like, that just looks amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm actually going to buy it. Um, yeah. Whereas before, I was unsure, but um, just, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to buy this. I, I'm kind of not surprised that that footage was, was swinging you. It's like, it was very compelling. For right? Me. Like, yeah. It looked yeah. good. It looked good. Yeah, I know. I really like, because we have seen almost nothing of this game, really, like, mm. uh, aside from, I guess, a couple trailers, and we've heard behind the scenes, like, there was behind the scenes showing to, like, various uh, websites, and then they reported on it, but mm. they didn't show any footage, right? Like, mm -hmm. they're just allowed to report on it. Kind of like what happened with uh, Cyberpunk had one of those, too. Okay. Um, but, you know, so we've seen very little of it, and I was starting to get a little nervous, just because it's been, like, a long time. It has. And, like, there's, I feel like there's more pressure on the company now than there was. kind of ever has been before, right? Like, and I was getting a little worried that they were start that maybe the creative director would start to perhaps just sort of bend a little bit to the greatest common denominator in terms of like appealing to the most amount of people mm -hmm. and maybe he would soften some of like the hardcore elements or the inaccessible right, elements right. to just appeal to more people because I was like they really want to they're successful now and they really just want to you know capitalize on that kind of thing and basically every single thing I was concerned about was immediately like put to the side by watching this like yeah. oh it's exactly the same as it all is like I don't know it's got all the right elements uh, yeah, there's new shit in the trailer. Yeah, like weird ass summons stuff. That's like, what's that and the co-op is what sold me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That new summons monster shit that they talked about. I mean, it's unclear if that's exactly what we're seeing, but I'm assuming it is. Mm -hmm. It looks very strange and different, and like yeah, the fact that you can summon multiple. Like what? Yeah. No, I'm dead. yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Down. We should we should say like yeah. There was a one point in time where the guy summons. And it's always been one guy at a time. He summons like five NPCs. At yeah, once three or, or four or five or something like that. A mob, like a yeah. little mob. Yeah, yeah, straight up. It was weird. Yeah, it was cool. It was yeah. really cool, and it's super gorgeous. I guess when I watched the pre-order trailer, my biggest concern was I was kind of like, is this maybe... I still... I've, ever since the beginning of Elden Ring footage, I felt a little bit like, this is kind of a retread of Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, I feel a lot of the enemy designs look almost like pulled straight from previous stuff. Okay. And yeah, I'm a little like, that's not necessarily a problem. No. It's just some kind of like, okay, well, maybe if there is something bad to be said about this, perhaps it's a little derivative of previous stuff. Perhaps. Mm -hmm. You know, And, you know, the pre-order trailer made me think that... Then when I watched the 15 minutes of gameplay footage, I didn't really see anything in that 
I mean, yeah, it looks superficially like Dark Souls in the sense that it's, again, fantasy. Well, yeah, and, and like, it's the same creators. Like, of course yeah. it's going to, right? Like, but, like, not exactly... No, no, you don't you just know. copy-paste. But, no. like, I mean, there's going to be a look to it, right? Like, yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. Gotta be. For sure. And, like, the boss they sh- the boss fight they showed at the end both was suitably impressive, and also uh, it's completely... Like, I've played every game. It's not, like, a single boss so far. Okay, right? cool. So, like, even if I saw some things that were maybe a little derivative in the trailer... Maybe they're just NPCs, I don't know. But, like, yeah, this boss was, like, totally new and different yeah. and weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, um, the stealth shit, too, right? Yeah. Seemed uh, new. Yeah, the stealth shit is basically looks imported straight from Sekiro. Like, oh, uh, which is good because in Sekiro, I felt like, I mean, some people didn't like the stealth, but I felt quite strongly like they implemented the stealth perfectly. Like, it was um, mm. it was easy to use, it was simple to understand, and, like, it always did what I thought it was going to do. Right. You know, there was no surprises. Mm. Like, I was hidden when I thought I was hidden, I was visible when I thought I should be visible. Right. You know, like, I don't That's know. Good. It worked. Yeah. Then they have, like, magic, they have cool magic, like, in the, like, yeah, the original no, the, that looked like, really cool. Yeah, the spells were impressive looking, man. Very. Like, yeah, really, really impressive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. Check it out and uh, can't fucking wait. probably yeah. buy it. Dude, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm praying that, like, they have a really cool rock-solid covenant system. Mm. Like, they did slash could have done maybe a little bit better in the first Dark Souls. Mm. Like, with all those different kinds of classes of phantoms. Right, And, like, right, all right. the different, you know, they all have different goals and, mm-hmm. like, they operate slightly differently. Like Here's hoping. Here's hoping, man. Yeah. I mean, with but, summons uh, and stuff too, I, it's going to be curious how the PvP works, right? Like, it is. You can summon five, five dudes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mean like when the guy summoned those NPC five dudes? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, that's, if you could, you're going to be able to do that when you're being somebody invaded. else's game and then summon five dudes. Well, my gut is to say that that's the usually what they do with, with that kind of thing. If previous games are any example, is like they'll probably shut that off for invaders. Mm, okay. You know, yeah, like yeah, invaders will get a lot of stuff shut off. So they have to operate with like a, you know, you have a, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. I mean, I don't know, you know, but we'll 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 have to see. I mean, no, nobody nobody really knows. Yeah, we know very little about this game other than what they've shown. So. We'll know more in uh, February. We'll know more. Uh, so that's number one. That takes to number two, which is Netflix's gaming service now available in the U.S. Yeah, I checked this out. Um, wow, what a who gives a fuck kind of thing. I mean, <laughs> it looks like I don't know. It reminded me of. Cell phone games on the BlackBerry back in the day. Yeah, I, I totally hear where you're coming from. Right? Like, yeah. just, like, so dinky and lame that I just, I don't know. It's like the yeah. free games that come on your smart TV, you know? Well, I mean, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Uh, let's just, before we get further into this, I'll just say really quick that, um, so this is this exact same thing that Netflix, we, we've been talking about this a fair bit. It's the exact same service that Netflix has been rolling out in Poland, Italy, and Spain, I hope I'm getting that right. I think so. Yeah. The Poland and Italy part. Seems Poland right. and Italy, at least. There's a third country, too. I can't recall. But, yeah, we talked about that, I think, last time or the time before. And it seems like that really clearly was just a test for basically the rest of the world now. It's all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and, unfortunately, I, I read in the... I was getting this off an IGN article um, of the same name. Netflix's gaming service now available in the U.S. No controller, right? It's touchscreen only? For now? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think the the article was just getting in from an announcement on Netflix site, um, and it's not on iOS yet. It's only on Android and tablets for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also said that the the iOS should be coming like in the next few months. Right, like it's just a little bit delayed. Uh, and I th- yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, there's no there's a little bit. You maybe can't use something. The RGN article was saying that you can't use a controller with the Netflix app on your phone that you need to use to play the game. Right. It, uh, the thing I saw, I think it was, um, I think it was like a two minute 
video talking about it actually and I, I believe it might have been IGN too actually. I actually didn't see that yeah. um, it was in the article you sent me yeah <laughs> there I, was I just a two just minute video and, it, and the guy was saying something like that just that yeah you can't use a control it's touch screen only right now but that is bound to change eventually could you play it on your TV with your phone as the controller I guess I, I don't know yeah that's a really good point you should be able to play it on your TV well because <laughs> I, I just feel like Netflix is mostly used on your TV it right? totally is yeah, it um, totally is so I never thought about that yeah it's like the would obviously be I guess that's what they're going for eventually is I, like I just, this again, whole I, thing is just a test bed for having for integrating it into the app, app on PlayStation for example yeah I, I don't know but I mean, yeah. from what I got, just not being able to use a control would mean that not being able to play it on the PlayStation or on your TV through your PlayStation, you know? Yeah. Um, which just makes me think again, like, well, so it's like a cell phone game kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, you're right in the sense that, like, what you were saying before, like, you know, the apps are very, like, Blackberry, like, early, uh, yeah, so, like, Pong, like, you know, baby's like, first uh, cell phone game kind of. Yeah. With the exception of, I guess, Stranger Things, because that that's a bit of like their flex or one of their flagship titles. Like they internally developed that. I think but Not, still, it looks like a Nintendo game. It does, yeah, but like intentionally. Yeah, right. But like it's still. Well, I actually think it looks pretty cool. I know you do. <laughs> it reviewed pretty well too. Um, I'm a little bit sad that I never tried that. I was actually thinking of trying it on the to test the Netflix mobile app, except it's not quite on iOS yet. So maybe I'll just wait till that happens. Right. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean, you're right in the sense that it's super boring now, but clearly... It's going somewhere. Yeah, well, that's what's that's what's potentially interesting. Exactly. It's not what it is. Like, what it is is super boring. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, they hired, a, I think it was one to three Canadian firms. Maybe just one? I can't remember now. They were, I thought it was funny because I, I noted that they were actually Canadian firms to develop the, like, other four games that went on the test platform. It's like, what, did you see those there? You, you said you tried... Was it just Stranger Things, or did you see no, like no, there was, some there was really like four simple games. games? Yeah, there was like three or four games. Yeah, super simple ones. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like you, they looked straight up Nintendo, like Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like I think a Canadian-based firm to develop like three, you know, original IP simple games for them mm-hmm. that they put on, and that's all they have for now. But it's clear that I mean, they also hired was it ex? I think it's ex Facebook uh, executive Mike Verdu. I want to say. Yeah, they did hire veteran game executive Mike Verdu as VP of Game Development. So it seems like they're putting a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's clearly... It feels to me like they're just... just this is just like, you know... It's just starting. They're clearly just testing, testing the water, waters, yeah. you know, for something. They want to make sure this is, like, all fine. And then they're going to go somewhere. Because clearly this is, like, baby Bobo stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that's obvious to everyone, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's very interesting to me. Um, but, uh, again, the potential is what... Is all that matters. Yeah, know? yeah. What I'm curious about is, like, I feel like they could have problems with PlayStation because if they want to do it on the TV, you know, and, like, they start, like, pl- you can play games within the Netflix app on your PlayStation, like, on the, on the app on your PlayStation. I think that, I feel like PlayStation might have a problem with the fact that, so those games are then available not through purchase through the PlayStation store. I don't know. Like, I don't think they've done that yet. Right? Yeah, I have no idea. Had an app inside that wasn't a game itself that can run other games? I don't... I honestly have no clue. I feel like there might be some potential issues there. So yeah. maybe this will be sort of relegated to just phone or some sort Tablet of... Tablet phone. Yeah, some way for you to maybe project it onto your TV. But yeah, like, well, I mean, you always can. You can on your phone or tablet. You can... But you that, can. that yeah. makes your phone or tablet the controller. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Although you know, Apple Touch Arcade has like stuff like you can you can snap on controllers with like uh, Apple Arcade stuff. I think. Okay. So you know, there's ways around that maybe. So once it goes to iOS. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like even Android probably maybe once they work out their problems, they can get controllers. Maybe. I mean, you'd assume that you kind of have to eventually, right? It's like they you can't. think, but uh, there also were like I remember a long time ago on TVs, uh, there were all kinds of like little free tank games and shit. I remember going over to a buddy's place, and I don't know what it was cable or what the hell satellite maybe must have been satellite I'm guessing but there were these little games video games you could play on your TV and they were like super budget looking super cheap yeah. but you played them with the control like with the actual TV no remote. way yeah oh, and um, so I remember weird. being kind of like again they were like Angry Birds style games you yeah know? like really whatever but you use the controller and it was like huh I remember going over to a buddy's house like 15 years ago and ah, being like really... floored by it. I don't like, think I ever saw that. Yeah, and it was that cool. flew right by me. Yeah, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is cool. But that's sort of what I imagine with this. You know, just yeah. kind of like if you're actually into games, like this is not the way you're going to play them. No, um, it's like it's for people that aren't into games that like. Well, Probably, there's yes. something on here like Snake or whatever. You know? Yeah, it's, it's like... for generic Netflix customers. Yeah, exactly. which in a lot of cases are not gamers. I think. No, like. Oh no. It's no, the, I feel like I, I feel I'm trying like, to think about how to talk about this without being insulting to any any particular demographic of TV watchers, TV viewers. It's like you know the easy listening of like of like television shows. Like a lot of shows on Netflix are they have their quality shows and then they have their sort of filler. Yeah, general all-purpose content that's just going to keep people like Seinfeld. Like all Seinfeld. I mean, Seinfeld's a really good show. It's phenomenal. But it's it's a good thing to just like sit and watch and like not you know can turn your brain off kind of mm-hmm. um yeah maybe this is just for those people you know yeah probably. Like, and maybe it'll work for that yeah, I, I think so yeah maybe there's potential um, anyways anyways we'll have to see yeah so moving on to we originally had number three here as um this is again like we we had this a while ago right so it's, it's a little old but a hunt showdown reveals halloween event details limited time rewards but we just talked about that yeah we kind of covered that um you know, here, listen, I forgot to mention earlier um, in games I was I was thinking about. Uh, I did want to say at one point in time, completely through this, I uh, uh, forgot about this, but everything I hear people talking, this is almost completely unrelated. Everything I hear people talking about Deathloop mm-hmm. really makes me want to try it. Okay. I kind of wish I had a PS5 for that. Really? Yeah, I still think I probably wouldn't enjoy it, but the mechanics of Deathloop, the way, the just... The way people talk about some of the stuff in the gameplay, it sounds really fascinating. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it's actually a great game, but it has interesting ideas in a way that other sort of modern FPSs, I feel like, don't explore yeah. a lot of times. I feel know? like it's done some pretty original shit. Uh, it it's seems like a really interesting idea. Absolutely not my cup of tea. Um, Fair enough. Zero interest in playing at all, but uh, I feel like it is doing some cool shit. Yeah. And, um, sort of the same with Dishonored. I never played it. I thought there was some cool shit yeah. working in it. I came close, but I never did it. And uh, this, I feel like, goes quite a bit further. And yeah. It's the same people, right? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, to me, Dishonored didn't have cool shit in the same way that the, the, this stuff is a little experimental. No, no, this is totally... Like, no, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I just thought it, it was kind of cool in the trailer or whatever, some of the assassinations, and that's what I mean by some kind of cool shit. No, you're right, you're right. This is cool in terms of the actual loop of the game, and like yeah. the actual game itself is so different and weird. Yeah. Um, and just putting roguelike elements, period, into a modern story-driven FPS, like a really weird idea. Yeah. Like That's very, like, these genres are not things that go together usually, right? Like, which is what makes it cool. 
Yeah, and the fact that that a company that's doing such a high profile project too is mm-hmm. willing to try stuff like that, like because mm-hmm. I mean, PlayStation really went behind that uh, mm-hmm. pushing Deathloop for a while, right? Like they were really yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, that's completely unrelated, but I, I am a little excited about Deathloop. I kind of wish I had a PS5 for it. Um, and the second thing I was going to say was that just to talk about because we already discussed the hunt, the hunt showdown event, but I did forget to mention that I I do have a passing interest in Back for Blood. And, like, I've checked it out. I do think it sounds kind of bad compared to the original. I'm still a little interested because it's just... It's a zombie shooter that could be fun. It's got my attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I at the moment, I'm not going to get it. Um, yeah, no. But I'm curious. I don't know. That skill-up video um, sealed the deal for me. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. terms of not getting it. Yeah. Um, oh, man. God, God bless Skill Up, man. Like, I just, I listened to a podcast the other day, like a new random podcast, with, like some dudes talking about the game. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're cool, but the problem with most people just discussing these things, they're a little bit too just, they just talk about, like, playing it and, like, it's fun. This is what I like about it. Eh, this I'm not so big on, but they're just not critical. Right. Like, not critical in a way that, like, like Skill Up was, man, and the, the detailed breakdown that Skill Up gave of, like, how it changed from, uh, from was it closed beta? It, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, how it changed from closed beta to full release, and like, and not just how it changed, but why the ways in which it changed made it worse to play now. And like, he just explains things so carefully. He's, and, he's like, good. He's uh, definitely that. That video on Hunt is what made me buy Hunt. Yeah, um, yeah. His video on this is what made me not buy this. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. I trust yeah. this guy's opinion about. Uh, I tell you, what he says applies to me. Yeah, like big time. Sure, what I he agree said with about you. aliens yeah. too. Same thing. Like, uh, yeah, everything. I haven't seen all of his stuff, obviously, and I'm sure there's some things I wouldn't agree with. Probably Maybe. cyberpunk. Yeah. Possibly. He really waxes like uh, he kind of you know it's a little the cyberpunk review is like very. He really liked it. I feel like he just wasn't critical. He just wasn't. He wasn't as critical as he could have been. Okay. Yeah. He he really liked it. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean. Uh, it's probably pretty obvious in the video too, though, that he's just like, I just really like this. And like, okay. You know, he doesn't say there aren't problems. I just but he feel like focus on them. I think he got caught up in the hype a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all in all, for the majority of other stuff that I don't know anything about, it's just like I really like what he says. Me I, too. It makes yeah. me. I don't know. It seems to be dead on. But I think what you said about trustworthy, I think he is trustworthy. Yeah. Like I think he does his research, and like he doesn't have. The cool thing about skill-up videos is that, like, we're getting a little off-topic here, but the cool thing about skill-up videos is that, like, he also often doesn't really say if it's good or bad. No. You know what I mean? He just points out a whole bunch of shit about it. Yeah. And then it's like, if you're into that... um, And a lot of the time he's like, I loved this, also this sucked. You know? What do you make of that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Make make up your own decision. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, he had a lot more nuanced than like I. I kind of I listened to these other guys talking about this, and I was just like, "Come on, guys!" Like they just sort of, like they clearly didn't discuss any of the actual problems that Skillet brings up in his stuff at all. And I'm like, "You need to talk about that stuff. Like it's well, important, you know." Like I mean, maybe that. they maybe they didn't notice it. Maybe it didn't affect. Maybe, them. maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe they were just so uh, like the same sort of shit. The difference between your and my Diablo two experience. Well, know? that's a good point. Yeah, that's I mean, a good point. Yeah. Smooth, polished, beautiful game uh, on your PR. It feels uh, like it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mine, I'm like, janky piece of shit. <laughs> no, you're right, man. You're right. Maybe that's fair. That's fair. You know, maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, all that to say, Hunt Showdown event, we've discussed it. Yeah. We've talked about Halloween. We can move on. On to number four. 
Uh, CD Projekt buys an indie studio to make a game based on one of its properties. Uh, so I got this off the IGN article, um, but and their source was, I believe, just the CD Projekt... No, was it CD Projekt? Let me check. Yeah, the IGN article uh, got it off... So they acquired Molasses Flood, uh, which is, yeah, it's a pretty... It, that's a, that is one of the dumbest names I've ever heard. I, I fully agree with you there. And yeah, it was an, it announced in, a, in an investor's meeting with CD Projekt. Um, so they acquired Molasses Flood. And the interesting thing is that they got this studio. They bought like 60% of it, I think. And they, they've said the remaining 40%, it's a Boston-based studio, I believe. The remaining 40% is like tied up in like deals that are... Currently going, yeah. Yeah, ongoing. finalizing, but they're sort of, they're, they're, they're going to have the whole thing mm-hmm. soon. Molasses Flood has changed their logo to be Molasses Flood, a CD Projekt studio. So they're, they've, they've just engulfed another studio. These guys, from the sounds of their memo, sounds like they're pretty excited to work at CD Projekt. Probably who wouldn't be after they got that much money. Uh, whether they're excited or not, I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming it was a lot of money. Um, or a lot for them, because I think they're a pretty small, a relatively small studio. Sounds like they're going to work with full autonomy under CD Projekt Red. And they're going to work on... They're going to do a new game uh, based on one of CD Projekt's existing IPs. Hmm. Which is either, presumably, The Witcher or Cyberpunk. I don't know uh, what to make of that. Uh, <laughs> my main feelings towards CD Projekt are, fuck you. Um, yeah. And I don't give a shit about anything that they fucking say or do yeah. until they, well, at least they fix did... their reputation. Yeah, um, that's not going to happen for a while. <laughs> so until then, I couldn't care less about CD Projekt Red, honestly. Like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to buy anything until way down. Like, I mean, I bought Cyberpunk way late. I knew exactly what yeah. I was getting there. Like, yeah. it's not like I pre-ordered. I feel upset about somewhat that. instrumental in convincing you to try it too. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That, <laughs> I actually feel a little bit bad about that. Oh, no, that's fine. But. Um, it's not that I feel I got ripped off by them, but I really didn't like their behavior around uh, around the Cyberpunk release, and I I don't think people should forget about it and uh, no, move on. I think people not. absolutely should hold them. That is their last the last way they acted, so that's how they should be yeah. treated as they're going to act again. And yeah. until again they prove me wrong, fuck CD Projekt. I hear you. And therefore, fuck molasses. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I mean maybe it's going to be amazing, but... Listen, here's something I could say about molasses. Uh, maybe it will help if you if you have... Uh, we can give you an idea of what they previously worked on. Okay. Well, well, it's not so much what they've done before. It's who they've gone to bed with. And so oh, the, the yeah, bad rep of CD Projekt has rubbed off onto these guys now, is yeah. what I'm saying. So maybe they made a shit ton of money and stuff, but they also got a bad... <laughs> bad backing, you know? Like, yeah. Well, here they worked on Flame in the Flood, which is not something I was that interested in, but I did think it looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's some sort of weird, sort of like yeah, looks, different art style, like survival game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a game where you're mostly, you know, it actually it almost sounded vaguely reminiscent of uh, Oregon Trail thematically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like in the sense of you're going on a little journey in your boat, and you're like making stop offs at points, and you're trying to just stay alive. Yeah, okay. You know, and you like meet weird people on the way, and like have to deal with little problems, kind of come. And I don't know, I'm not really sure, but I was intrigued by it. And it's like I'm like it's not my style, kind of. So I didn't I didn't pay that much attention to it, but it looked it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did Flame in the Flood. They did Drake's Hollow. This looks like a budget like Nickelodeon game or something. Yep. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, Drake's Hollow, not that impressive. But Flame in the Flood, did it, 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 got, it had some looks to it there. I mean, it looked like it had some chops. But, and I uh, remember it had critical, good critical reception. Yeah, too. and I mean, uh, yeah, it's not fair for me to just say fuck Molasses because of their CD oh. project uh, betting. But, you I know, think you're allowed. I mean, whatever. Like, I don't know. You sleep, a, you sleep with a whore unprotected, you're probably going to get chlamydia. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I can sympathize with that perspective. I don't know if I agree, but it's like... <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. I mean... Uh, um, but they also, you know, so they, yeah, they did those games and members of the team have previously made, previously worked on and made uh, Bioshock, Halo 2, and Rock Band. So they've got some people from a little all over the place, including mm-hmm. some like AAA experience. Now, I agree with you. I, I'm also kind of not excited unless they actually do something useful or interesting with this. Who knows? You know, it's very like... Uh, sorry, just to, to clarify why I'm so pissed off. It's, uh, uh, it's not just their handling. It's the lack of the fucking co-op or online cyberpunk mm. um, that was my main reason in buying it because yeah. that was coming right yeah eventually yeah, yeah, yeah so that just deciding to not do that really pissed me off I completely agree with you yeah I, I was gonna bring that up when you're talking about uh, bad will it's like that's mm. the biggest thing they did to me personally like yeah. the, the thing that I feel the most bent out of shape about mm-hmm. is just because I can forgive a lot of the like yeah they were assholes about the sort of release of the game they they you know, knew. They hid shit. They knew. Yeah, they hid shit from people to make money. Yeah. Like, no, there's, there's no two ways about it. And it it damaged, like, it did damage to the consumers in a lot of cases. Like, I didn't feel damaged, but it did damage to the consumers, mm-hmm. inarguably, you know? Like, because they totally just lied about stuff. But that aside, the only thing I actually feel personally bent out of shape about is exactly the same thing you're talking about. Yeah, the, the fact that they, they, re- they literally did promise uh, a standalone multiplayer to be delivered at a later date. Mm-hmm. At no additional cost for the base game, and everybody who bought the base game gets this. And that's why I bought the base game. Yeah. Knowing that it had all the problems, because it, it really didn't have many problems the little bit I played. It was fine. Um, yeah. And Especially on PS4 Pro, I agree with you. I mean, it, it is a few patches uh, like after. Way after. You know, yeah, it was way later. There's that. But, but I mean, it, it the reason I purchased it was because of the promise of this online world. Um mm. So I was like, okay, I gotta, I may as well learn the mechanics of the game. <laughs> that totally makes sense, man. That totally makes sense. And then finding out, no, I'm like, okay, well, I, no need to learn the mechanics of this game. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, to be clear, they had, they didn't say no, right? No, they but... just did a bunch of hemming and hawing mm. that was like super, like, what the fuck are you guys trying to actually like? Just come out and say something. Mm. Like, just tell us what you're doing. Yeah, it you was know, just too. Like, um... It's nasty. I mean, it's especially after the release of the game. And how badly that went. It's like very like, okay, just be straightforward about like, you know, how, like have you learned your lesson about I guess like, not. well, clearly, right? All that to say, I'm glad you brought it up because the first thing I thought when I saw this, because I'm always on the on the, I'm paying very keen attention to any any CD Projekt news, not because I really give a shit about CD Projekt, but because I want my fucking multiplayer, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And every time I see an article, I'm like, maybe there's going to be a hint of something in something somewhere. I kind of feel like if I just internet sleuth everything well enough maybe I'll find the secret bit of information you know what I mean so when I saw this I was like oh are they going to make multiplayer and then I was like okay probably clearly probably not Uh, maybe I mean well Flame in the Flood when I saw that I was like that's definitely not gonna I mean that company is not going to do cyberpunk multiplayer but then I read that they'd previously worked on Bioshock Halo 2 and Rock Band and I'm like now I don't know yeah you know really if they have some experience in the first person world maybe they could just maybe CD Projekt could okay my gut here is that this is another Gwent game right this is something Mm -hmm. it's that kind of thing for sure yep that's what I hear too 
But a really tiny part of me is like, maybe just maybe, you know, since these guys have prior experience on first person shooters and like big budget games, maybe they'll give them the keys to the car and be like, here's the engine. Like, we just need to, like, we need someone to sit and work on this for a little while and then yeah. release it. Maybe. Yeah, and uh, use for our sure resources, not. too. Yes. You know, like, uh, yes. here, now you have the uh, the code for the game, like, this, work off of this, you know, like. <laughs> here's the code for the game. Here's Ken Reeves' personal phone number. Yeah, here's uh, here's our head designer for whatever. Uh, you can use this guy. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For sure not. No. But also... <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> I'm with you. We'll see. I'm with we'll you. see. Uh, so that's on to number... Hang on. On to number five, which is GTA The Trilogy Definitive Edition release date finally announced, mm-hmm. and it is soon. Uh, I got this off of GameSpot. Um, yeah, the 11th, I believe. Thank you. Yeah, November? Yeah, November right. 11th, which is, uh, I think, 11th. Sunday, Monday, something like that. Just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about just in a week from now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we jotted this down uh, mostly because, you know, GTA is big. Yeah. Uh, this definitive edition, this new, this really horribly named the trilogy, the trilogy definitive edition, GTA Five. What is it? The GTA the trilogy definitive edition. Mm. I know it's super like fucked up. Anyways, no, you, you, I think you are too, because I, I remember hearing people struggle it out and be like, "Why? Just why did you name it this?" GTA <laughs> the trilogy definitive edition. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's a long name. It is. It <laughs> yes. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Just call it like GTA the trilogy. Or GTA Definitive Edition. I don't. I guess that wouldn't make sense. GTA Trilogy, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I have a, a friend or two that were pretty interested in it, and um, I couldn't care less. Um, I thought it looked. Uh, Rockstar's pricing can be a little bit problematic uh, on yeah. their reboots, and uh, well, you're coming from the background of 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 wanting to play Undead Nightmare <laughs> on PS4, and going to the PlayStation Store and seeing that it was ninety nine dollars for Undead Nightmare, but it was also $99 for can just you tell us, can you Red tell us Dead Redemption. What Undead Nightmare is, for it, those who don't know? Undead Nightmare was a DLC for Red Dead Redemption. Not a full game. No. And um, they were charging $99 for Red Dead Redemption and another $99 for <laughs> Undead Nightmare. Antigua, are these games remasters? They are not. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. So, yeah, I... Uh, <clears throat> I really did want to play uh, Undead Nightmare, and then I thought, well, maybe it is a remaster. And then I, I watched a bit of a, somebody playing it on a YouTube video and realized, no, it's exactly the same piece of shit um, that I don't feel like playing again. I loved it back in the day, sure. but I've been playing Redemption 2. Uh, the graphics are better. It's just a better game. And I mean, it costs at full price. Well, yeah... I mean, it goes on sale all the you time. You can't even buy it at full price now, probably. But like, well, maybe the definitive edition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, but uh, all in all, it's just like it really weirded me out um, seeing their pricing for that shit. And then this, I can't help but kind of think the same. You are getting three games, so okay. Yeah. But what generation are they from? I guess they're all from the PS3 generation. Is that okay. accurate? I, I want to say it's it's San Andreas, so. it's Vice City, and it's three. I think so. Yeah. I think it's all PS3 generation. Yeah, I don't really care to check, even if it's no, not. But n- all in all, it's not even this generation, right? Like um, no, but they are changing some things. They, things, they though, have, right? they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have changed a few things. Like, like these are kind of are they? What would you liken it to? Like maybe the Diablo two remaster? Probably. Like kind of, but not really. I mean, the because they're changing controls and stuff. The too, graphics right? aren't that much different. 
Right. Um, like there are some improvements for sure, but they kept the the characters are sort of cartoony, and they kept that feel to it. You know? Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Um, to me, it's there's not enough. It's not like Resident Evil Two. Yeah. To the reboot yeah. of Resident Evil Two, which yeah. is like what I think of as a great remaster. Yeah. And then just a kind of whatever remaster, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Though. It's I somewhere in between. This. I haven't played any of them. Like, like I haven't played Resident Evil Two. I've just seen people play it. Yeah. I yeah. haven't played this. Uh, yeah. I haven't even seen anybody play it. So. Well, I read about I read about some of the changes. And they do sound kind of significant. Okay, here's um, this is off the Game GameSpot's article. As leaks suggested, the game will have "quote unquote" GTA V inspired modern controls, along with across the board visual enhancements, including including resolution upgrades and improved visual fidelity across the world. Uh, Rockstar stressed that despite the upgrades, the game will maintain its distinct original aesthetic. "Quote unquote." Uh, except for censorship issues uh, in certain cases. Mm. But we won't talk about that at the moment. Uh, for the controls specifically, players can look forward to targeting and lock-on aiming, as well as updated weapon and radio station wheels. Mini-maps have been updated too, so players can set waypoints to specific places. Achievements and trophies are updated. I don't know. That's it. That's all they say. Mm-hmm. But those sound somewhat substantial. Yeah. Like, they're just... in inter- Like, they don't really mess with anything of the actual... Like what it feels like to play the game itself, like the story or the you know none yeah. of the gameplay, right? Well, I mean, the, the but it's shooting, a lot of quality of life. The shooting, yeah, because it was pretty much a crosshair that came up that you had to line up over them. And now, if it's like GTA Five and just auto yeah. aim, you just lock on. To I everybody. suppose. It's, yeah, it does change things a little bit. I mean, for the better, I'd say. Yeah. But there is a thing with auto aim stuff. Um, that's kind of uh, in Rockstar games mm-hmm. that uh, does kind of take away from it sort of we'll see yeah eh? and i don't know so I are mean, you like would you prefer that they had just the old style like would you i don't know that? I, yeah, well i'm, not, to even, say, I guess, I'm so. not even gonna play it yeah. um yeah. so I, I couldn't care less uh, and i don't know because games have changed so much since back then like you didn't have a choice back then right yeah this is how you aim <laughs> yeah true, true so true. i mean I, yeah. I really am not sure interesting yeah. yeah, it's coming out soon. We'll see what you mean. You have some buddies who are into it, mm-hmm. right? Like, see what they say when they... Yeah, I mean, I'd be curious to see how they feel about the remaster once they actually have it in their hot little hands. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all we have for the news. But um, let me just... I'll, I'll rattle off a couple things at the end. I had this written down as rapid-fire stuff. So this is just a couple really quick mentions before we sign off. Number one, Darkest Dungeon 2, uh, Road of Ruin has an early access... got early access released. Mm. Darkest Dungeon is cool. That's for Jazz yeah. right there. I'm curious to see, to see if Jasmine's interested in this. And my initial impression was I was I wondered, because I didn't hear a lot, all that much about this particular one compared to the first one, although maybe I'm just not in the right circles anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I was wondering, are people maybe not as excited about this one? as Because the, the first one was t- kind of took the world by storm a bit, I feel like. Well, the... The, the RPG community. Yeah, well, the, the I mean, it was some really cool animation and the talk... The, the, the voices were awesome, right? Like, the talking yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it really had so much fucking character to it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely not my kind of game. I never played it, but yeah. I watched it being played a bit, and I was like, "I can see the appeal to this." Like yeah. there, there yeah. is some. Well, it's out on early access, and I'm I'm just curious to see what people are gonna think about this one. Yeah, you know, I'm paying very little attention because it's also kind of. I tried the first game. It is for me, but it was too much. Mm. Like it was too much for me to get into. It was too hard. Okay, like, that's I'll just say it straight up. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, couldn't, uh, couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, of all people, I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> I even, I had a long sit down session with uh, Joel walking through like portions of it and he like did a whole bunch of stuff for me and he's like a genius of the game. It's kind of like Jasmine, if, if she like helped you like yeah, yeah, hold your hand through absolutely. everything. That's the first bet, yeah. I still couldn't do it after. I was like, this is just too much information. Like I can't, it, I just can't. Yeah, no, I, I it's, can't. It's too much information. It's too much to process. It's too much to remember. And it's too depressing to play it. Like, the stuff that happens to your guys, it's like, the way they go insane mm-hmm. so fast, and mm-hmm. like, it's horrible. It's, it's yeah. just horrible. That's what I, I like watching The dungeon's it. too dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> too dark of a dungeon, it. man. It's, it's, the, it's not even the darkest. It's just... It, it, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, it's the, I don't know. It's the darkerest. I think one of them, <clears throat> I could be wrong, but I... I I think maybe one of the things that uh, made the first one such a... I don't know how popular it was. I think it got some very, pretty good reviews, very. though. Um, it got, like, masterpiece reviews. I think it's originality. And, uh, again, yeah. it's, like, so... <clears throat> it was the first time for a lot of the shit that it did, right? Yeah. So, regardless of how well it does it again, it won't be as new, and it won't be received as well, right? Because it... it yeah. Yeah, won't have that initial yeah. that freshness to it. You know? You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I, I think it's probably worth keeping that in mind when looking at the reviews, and it may not be as bad. As, I'm not sure if it's going to review badly, yeah. but you might skew things. I think it yeah. may be just because the first one was so original and yeah. cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're going to, you know, <laughs> strike gold again. But yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I wonder. I don't know, but yeah, thank you for you articulated that. Actually, that's exactly what I what I was trying to get at. Okay, yeah, but I wasn't able to put it to words. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's worth um, checking out. Here, number two, Stardew Valley creator announces haunted chocolatier, hmm. chocolatier. Do I pronounce that in English or French? We have the unique. Uh, we, I actually speak French, unlike most American podcasts I listen to, that cannot pronounce. French. Any French words at all. Well, yeah, fair. It's always hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's very <laughs> French. Is isn't it? all that common. Yeah, but sometimes US. they like try to make an effort to pronounce it sort of French, and like that's usually when they botch it hard. Yeah. I, I wish they just like, I live on Chambord Street, right? No, you live on Chambord. Exactly. Yeah. But to me, it's like, just say Chambord. Like, just pronounce, just pick a language. Yeah, just yeah. pick the language you're comfortable in and say it that way. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. try and like, if you try and say Chambord, what's the you're capital? Fuck of, it up. What's the capital of Brazil? Don't even know what the oh come on, was. Uh, Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo. Oh fuck, I thought it was something else. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Where were the Olympics in Brazil? I can't remember. I'm really bad at like because geography. I can't say it because I want to hear you say it. Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, that's in Brazil. Oh yeah, it is in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, so Rio de Janeiro? What should I say? Rio de Janeiro. I guarantee. I guarantee that somebody from Brazil doesn't call it Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> yeah, I fucking yeah. guarantee. You. But I'm not trying to say it how a Brazilian. No, 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 no. I, I know, but what I'm saying is like an American saying a French. Right. And right. Like, <laughs> you, you, we just, we just don't know. They. I would just imagine they'd be significantly better at pronouncing Spanish names than we are. Probably, yes. Just yeah. in terms of, again, the like, I, a lot of Americans that I know did have Spanish in school. You know, You're right. Like, that's true. Yeah. I never had Spanish. It's a lot like us, I guess. Yeah. I never so, thought about that. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I just, I think of it that way. You know? Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, Stardew Valley Creator has a new game. Chocolatier. Haunted Chocolatier. <laughs> 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 and, um... I just wanted to say that because, you know, he's a, he's a huge, um, his game was massive. Uh, he's a pretty big name in the community. 
Um, I think he sold more than 20 million copies. Jesus it's dude. a little ludicrous, dude. That's yeah. nutty. I don't get these games. I think they're incredible. Like, I think he is a genius designer. And they are like... Like, the game is... is it's almost more polished than any indie game has a right to be. Okay. And it has more content in it than any game has a right to. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not for me. But it, they're, it's really, really impressive. Um, and I, t- I had talked to my girlfriend about this. I know nothing about this Haunted Chocolate Sear game. I don't really care about his games anymore, I think. Mostly because I just, it's not, it's just not for me. Uh, I don't want to do a farming simulator. It's not, not my thing. No. But, um, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I talked to my girlfriend about this. And what I was surprised by, because when I looked at this Haunted, Haunted, Haunted Chocolatier game, Chocolatier, I saw from the very brief stuff that I saw, I was like, but this looks exactly like Stardew Valley. And I was like, is he just doing the same? Is it just Stardew Valley 2? Because mm. it's called Haunted Chocolatier. So it's like, is it really, I mean, it's, are you, is it just Stardew Valley with pastries? You know, like, so I look and I'm like, I got to be honest, man, I did, did a really cursory inspection of this game and I, I need to look into it more, but I'm like, it looks exactly like Stardew Valley to me. Okay. And I, ta- I talked to my girlfriend. I was like, she played the shit out of Stardew Valley. That, that was her that was her COVID game. Right. Uh, yeah, that was like the beginning of COVID. She got crazy into Stardew Valley. She did the whole fucking thing. She mm. played a lot of Stardew Valley. She loved it. I think it's, I mean, it was it was fun for me to watch too. I helped her out with some mining portions, some like dungeon portions because mm. she's like too stressed by enemies. So I asked her, I'm like, would you at all, I mean, would you, because I, f- I felt like for sure she's going to be like, no, I don't want to play any more, any more Stardew Valley. I played like, you know, a bunch, yeah. I, over a hundred hours or something, you know what I mean? And I asked her, I'm like, if he makes another game, Call Hunted Chocolatier, and it's basically the same thing again, but with chocolates. Would you play that? She's like, oh, totally. Absolutely. And I was like, really? And I'm like, but it's exactly this. It's like, he pretty, it doesn't, it doesn't look any different. She's like, yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll still play it. It's just new. It's more of the same, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and if you loved it so much, it's just like, yeah, give me more. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So I just wanted to say that yeah. uh, for, the, for the fans out there, Haunted Chocolatier is coming. Okay. You can make some chocolates. It looks exactly the same. I... I heard that in the combat, there's maybe something more to it. I'll look it up. Okay. I don't okay. believe it. I don't believe it at all, but I'll look it up. Uh, it would be cool if it was, uh, if, if there was more to the combat. Yeah, yeah. Last, uh, last two more quick shoutouts. Number three, the first 19 minutes of inscription gameplay. Uh, this was like an IGN article. This is because this is really old, but the game has since come out. Um, inscription, it's with a Y. Inscription, I-N-S-C-R-Y-P-T-I-O-N. Um, that ca- it came out. I think it's only on Steam at the moment. Uh, the reason why Inscription is notable is because I think anybody into weird stuff who plays Steam games should maybe think about checking this out. It's the creator of, I, I'm blanking on the studio and or guy's name. I think it's just, just a guy. Um, it's the creator of Pony Island. Okay. Which is that fucking weird Steam game that I think I talked about at some point in time. That's I like rings a bell. It's the weird meta game with ponies, where it's like the game is. It turns out that like it looks like a, a fun jumping, jumping pony simulator, and then like it turns out that like the, the, the your game is like possessed, and it's like you're you're actually like the game is is possessed by the devil or something, and you need to like escape from the game, and like he's like taunting you and stuff, and it gets really weird. Mm-hmm. It's very strange, and like it you go you go into like menus in the PC that's playing the Pony Island game. Okay, yeah, 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 some weird shit. And then, like, it becomes a dungeon crawler, and then you need to do a dungeon crawler for a while, and, like, it's just very bizarre, but really, really interesting, and the only reason I didn't play Pony Island is because it never left Steam. Mm, okay. I still can't believe it never left Steam, uh, but listen, the same guy, he did this game, Inscription, it's a card game, it's a card, it's like a deck building game, looks really weird. Sounds really cool. It has similar, like, weird fourth wall breaking elements to it. 
And it really just sounds like he did it again. Okay. Like he did a really good thing that's completely unique and different and weird again. Wow. Uh, and I think it looks cool. That's pretty nutty yeah. though that somebody do that twice, you know? Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, that's that person is someone to pay attention to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I initially looked at it and I was like, "Oh, inscription." The guy did Pony Island. I'm like, "There's no way this is going to be inspired like Pony Island." Mm. And then like I read a bit about it and I was like, "Damn, man!" Like I think, yeah, the like curious... the, like the cards in the card game start talking to you. There, yeah, like, no, I'd be really interesting to look into this guy. Weird man. Yeah, like get yeah. some backstory on this dude. I got I got an interesting life. Here, let me actually hear Pony Island developer. Daniel Mullins Games is the developer. So I'm assuming this is just Daniel Mullins. Okay. Dude, he's Canadian, too. Get the fuck out of here. We're amazing. Go Canada. Um, <laughs> developer, Daniel Mullins Games. Publisher, Daniel Mullins Games. Designer, Daniel Mullins. And Simon Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, artist, Daniel Mullins. Writer, Daniel Mullins. Composer, Jonas Hensel. Uh, so three people. That's it. Three people studio. Yeah. Wow. And it's clearly Daniel Mullins. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's called Daniel Mullins Games. <laughs> but um, that's cool, man. I'd he's be, a madman. Yeah, you gotta absolutely. look up this Pony Island sometime, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird. It's just fucking weird. Well, look at that. Look at that screen. Come on, come on. Vaguely demonic. There's a lot of vaguely demonic stuff in it. Mm. Anyways, um, so yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. I wish I could play it. I yeah, wish. Yeah. He, I wish he would put his port his games to the consoles. I don't understand mm. why he's not there. Maybe he's just not... Maybe they're not successful enough. I don't know. Nah. But um, anyways, that's cool. Definitely so. worth keeping an eye out if he's uh, made some crazy shit already, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to look into it more after this. But um, let's, that brings us to our last one real quick. Number four, day before. The day before, this is what I've been dying to talk about. Um, I can't get enough of seeing this game. Day before has an official release date trailer. It's releasing June 2022. Mm-hmm. On PC and PS5 and Xbox, I believe. Okay, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Day before is that crazy weird MMO. It's not very weird. It's a, it, but it's it's an MMO zombie game. Yeah, it looks like sort of a division meets zombies meets division Grand Theft Auto? meets World War Z. Yeah, meets Grand Theft Auto, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's not bad. Yeah, maybe Days Gone. I don't know, man. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe Days Gone. Yeah. It's weird. It looks cool. I think it looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've been really impressed. Like, every single piece of footage I've seen, I loved. I, yeah. I find it looks cool, but uh, it's way too early to make any judgment calls whatsoever. Like, I, I suppose. I have yeah. no... I don't want to base any... I don't know. Uh, pretty much, I, I'm i curious when it comes out. Yeah. I'll check it out then. I have very little... I'm lowering my expectations, so I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Basically. Well, it is at the moment. It's only a PS5 game, right? So right. it also may be a reason to get a PS5. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the more the more just PS5 games there are, the more reason there is to get one, right? So. Absolutely. Yeah. I was both sad to see that it was only PS5, and also like, well, maybe that's encouraging me to get a PS5. Yeah, it's maybe, a little ways off too. You know, it's a little ways off. Yeah. Months. There's some time. Uh, it's around the same time that uh, I think Stalker Two, right, is announced for. That's I believe the release date is June something. For Xbox, okay. and then it's a minimum three month timed exclusive on Xbox. We still have no idea if it's coming to PlayStation, and it may not. Yeah. But it's a minimum three month timed exclusive. So the earliest Stalker Two is happening is June, July, August, September. Okay, right, which is around the same time as this. So these two things happening at around the same time, maybe that could be a reason to get a PS Five. Could be. I don't know, um, but yeah, no, I just I I think the game looks really cool. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, I read about a bit of. A, I read a bit about it too, and it is playable solo also. It's not only co-op. Like, it's not only PvP. Mm-hmm. I think you can play the game by yourself if you want to. 
Okay. Uh, that's cool because sometimes PvP games scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mostly thought was the day before could be a game that has elements like the games that you like that are multiplayer that maybe I could get into. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's no, what I was, was excited by. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it had a sort of Daisy feel to it as well, but yeah. way, 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 way cleaner and po- yeah. more poly- like I don't know. It looks clean. Looks like a I don't know. Uh, so like Daisy doesn't look good. Um, no, and, <laughs> not really. Uh, yeah. It looks really bad on PS4. Yeah. Um, so this just looks like a really clean version. I'm sure it's not you know? as to. I'm sure it's not as in depth and like uh, brutal. It can't be as brutal as that. Probably not. Um, but you, I'm I'm realizing now that I think the game that um, that the day before makes me think of is actually Alan Wake. Hmm. The environments in it remind me of Alan Wake. Hmm. Yeah, like the small town environments. Yeah. You know, driving through roads, like dusty roads, like little gas stations, little cute diners. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me think about, that's how Alan Wake's small town felt. Okay. Like, I don't know, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Interesting. But, um, anyways, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, that's what I got for now. So, you know. Yeah. I think that uh, brings us to the end, Teague. Yeah, well, I just, uh, I, I wanted to, when I asked you about the capital of Brazil, I, I don't know what the capital of Brazil is either. Um, <laughs> I, I just Googled it. It is not real. <laughs> what is it? What is the capital of Brazil? What's the capital of Delaware? Can someone please tell us? It's Brasilia? <laughs> right? I didn't even know that I'm was like, a city. What? <laughs> like, okay. Wow. Well, uh, shows what we know. I, I would have just taken Seriously? that. Seriously? Like, dude, that's like saying the capital of Canada is Canada. Like, yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> what the fuck? I did not see that coming. Dude, I gotta be neither, honest. Man. At least I guessed an actual city in Brazil. Right? For me, that's impressive. That's, I mean, really, uh, the, yeah, Rio is like, I don't know, the only city in, that comes to, but the Olympics were there a while ago, right? Yeah, true, like, true, So, true. Yeah. that's why it's in my head, but like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I certainly wasn't thinking Brasilia. <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. <laughs> um, all right, well, I guess, uh, I guess that's all we have for you. Yeah. So, yeah. thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, have a good one, and we'll catch you next time. Catch you next time.